0: Welcome to Oregon Rooted. I'm Higher Peaks
1: and this is Lady Sativa.
0: You're listening to The Dirt Show
1: where we bring you Oregon's cannabis culture.
0: Peaks. and this is lady sativa hey and this week we have funk extracts on the show Funk yeah yeah i got sit- funk
1: yeah i mean i'm sorry
0: i got to sit down with ramsey and uh better known as ram is that what you guys call him there at the i call him ramsey but you do yeah oh, okay uh because <laughs> i guess that's
1: <laughs> a nickname that his dear, dear friends call him, but I just hey, always know him I'm as Ramsey. A, I'm
0: on the Ram basis, so <laughs> I first think it RAM would be basis. weird to
1: call him Ram personally. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he's such a cool guy. You know, when we sat down, it was just uh, it was like sitting down with a friend. You know, it was more conversation, than anything, but it was hilarious, and I did learn a lot. um Probably as much as you already know. Does he share anything at this?
1: I think you probably might know a little bit more, but nice. I, he's he's pretty cool guy. He's it's not like he is hiding anything.
0: <laughs> no no and he brought along some i think if i what i did i tell you i told you what it was it was skittles times yeah i know was it dosis i
2: don't doses remember. skittle i'm jealous anyway it was, <laughs> you know here's the deal.
0: I'm I'm learning that uh, the product that you get directly from an extractor is way fresher. And I mean, that's not saying anything bad. It's just it's so fresh. And
1: by the time it needs to be packaged and, 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 sits and all that, a and, bit, and, yeah. and it sits and then travels and stuff like that, what he's saying is it's not nearly as fresh as if it got pulled right out, thrown into a jar and dropped off at a friend's table
0: yeah which is how it is for them which is mm-hmm. yeah but man it, it seems a little bit more potent too
1: <laughs> so full that it's on the on the you know the roof of the lid and nobody gives a fuck
0: well and <laughs> and actually with that said he did mention in an interview that uh he they guarantee their stuff i mean it's kind of like a unmentioned guarantee but if you do have problems or like it is messed up or something you know just reach out to him and he'll tell you how to but you just reach out to him and said he Uh, have the dispensary, you got it out, make it right. Yeah. Which is pretty cool.
1: That's pretty awesome. And
0: he said that on the interview. First,
1: I think pretty much first extractor that I have heard that really has said that.
0: First time I've heard it. And, you know, I think he just wants good vibes. He's pretty positive about everything and which is really cool. He wants
1: good feedback. He wants, you know, and if it is negative feedback, he wants to help you have better feedback. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Which is really cool. We need this positivity. In this culture so oh yeah we do he did talk about uh a little bit of but his process and their future and stuff and it sounds like they're doing pretty decent you know he's they're doing actually quite a good volume and they're looking at making that where they can you know if it ever opens up the uh gates on oregon that they could possibly ship out which is pretty cool mm-hmm. it seems like these extractors are trying to do that you know we just we don't want to say too much but we've talked to some other extractors recently mm-hmm. and uh they're they're gearing up to do the same thing where they're going to be able to work outside the borders if that's the case
1: which is awesome what i what i do like one thing i got to say uh that i really enjoy and appreciate about funk is that uh, he likes to be in exclusive places he doesn't want to be common in every store. Let's go a block and see if we can find the next funk extract. He doesn't want to be that person. No. And that's what I I appreciate. But being, yeah. you know, a store that we we have stuff like that on our shelves, it's it's awesome having him be one of the main ones on our shelves.
0: Yeah. He's uh, a little selective, which is cool. Um, not that anybody should not be on that awesome list. But, you know, he, he does want to keep it positive and be in the right places.
1: Yes, and I know that attitude he he is very big, big when it comes to attitude. Uh, he wants he wants the people that are going to sell his product to uh, represent it good. He wants the dispensary to be represented well. He wants positive vibes. he wants good attitudes, good sales you know salesmen he mm-hmm. wants he wants all of that he he does and positive vibes is a big thing when it comes to sales and and so.
0: And, you know, shout out to Talent Health Club because you guys were, like, the first place he knew about. I, You know, you guys were open way sooner than I th- really realized you were. We
1: were at our five-year. We did our five-year anniversary, um, July 10th.
0: So, I mean, really, you guys are kind of, like, one of the first.
1: Yes, and we have never been shut down out there.
0: <laughs> or, like, cited, or fined. Or fine. cited
1: or fined. You know, there's been scares, but you know what? It, the, everybody has probably had scares if you are part of this industry and you have been doing it it, anything they have so many hoops that you got to jump through sometimes you can't catch everything um it was never anything that was big whatsoever it was something like our tags or you know something like that but it was never anything that it was hazardous that called for citation or shut down or anything like that it's we've always made sure to stay legal and keep with the rules and all of that
0: yeah and you know, along with that, he uh he did confirm for us that the consistencies, he agreed that the batters and the 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 more whipped consistency was mm-hmm. what he preferred, which you know obviously, this, is all, this is all just a preference, you know. It
1: is, it's a it's a preference. But and you know I, what? I just you know it It's not knocking anybody in which way they choose. You know what? If you think that diamonds just by itself, I you know gets you higher than anything else. Then you know it more power to you if you think that it's the terp sauce with the diamonds in it. That's awesome. Um, everybody has their own preferences.
0: But that swing is <laughs> towards rosin at this point. <laughs> again, Rough. again, with a lot of the people we've talked to, rosin seems to be the kind of the shift right now. I don't know how long that'll last, or if it'll be the what people like. But
1: there's just know. so many goods when it comes to rosin.
0: I I got to say, I'm starting to learn what the six star, five star, four star crap is. Yes. Yes.
1: Um, But I got to say, for Chef
0: Ramsay to come pop out somewhere and be like, that's crap.
1: That's crap. (laughs) But I, you know, I do got to say when it comes to the rosin, there are so many positives when it comes to it. You know, the fact that there's no, there's no chemicals used in it. It's made with heat and you know all the processes it's you know it's all natural processing compared to
0: what you're getting at it's solventless
1: yeah it's solventless of course but (laughs) there's just so many positives when it comes to the consistency when it comes to the flavor when it comes to you know what's in the product it's it's
0: yeah it's pretty labor intensive too i mean if you really look at it, there's some actually like physical layer involved.
1: It's something to be appreciated for <laughs> sure.
0: <laughs> I imagine that those processes are going to get more industrialized as far as, you know, like assembly line-ish where machines will be doing most of the work. But a lot of these guys have been doing it for a while, this
1: I doing hope some manual shaking. I, I hope that if it is, it is, it's yes, doing the shaking part. But I hope that it doesn't turn to machines.
0: Well, because I mean, that'll
1: take the love and the compassion out of it that a lot of us do have.
0: Well, from what we've seen recently, I think you can still have the love and compassion and do quite a bit as long as you have some ingenuity. Yes. yes uh, and a lot sure. of these guys are pretty ingenious.
1: Oh my God, yeah.
0: Resourceful. So <laughs> I have noticed too that it's, I mean, what do you think about when it comes to the extracts? It seems like people are now as far as extracts are shifting towards outdoor full, you know, full sun outdoor, whether that's greenhouse or, or actually outdoor, but people are saying that the extracts are better that come from that flower instead of indoor. Cause you know, you get the full spectrum of the sun. And
1: that is not one I have heard from, heard about too much. You can take, you know, you can at times taste the difference of what's indoor, what's outdoor, but most of the time, if it's just the, I think it's the product that's used. You can tell for me personally, I can tell the difference between like trim run compared to you know actual plant run. Um,
0: sure, but most of this extract is probably coming from outdoor.
1: I would have to say most of it, yeah. But I don't, I don't know if I can personally taste the difference between the outdoor and the indoor. I don't. Uh, oh, I was
0: referring to taste as much as I was referring to the cannabinoids that are in there.
1: Yeah, I guess so. I haven't really thought about it. It hasn't really become a topic for me, I suppose. Yeah,
0: We talked a little bit about it.
1: We did. We, you and I did, but I'm saying... No, I meant I, with Ramsey. Oh, okay. I'm talking. I, I was in the dispensary. I have not really heard of that too much.
0: I, I, I don't know if people ever even bring it up. Like, hey, uh, is this outdoor? They
1: don't. That's why, I, that's why I'm saying it's not really something too many people have brought up or asked me. That's that, you know... Watch, yeah. it's going to start being a question now that you guys said it.
0: Well, no, but like <laughs> if you look at uh, Dirty Arm Farm, you know, they do greenhouse and they also uh, talk about how full spectrum from the sun uh, outdoor makes a better extract. Uh, and then, you know, a couple of the places that we've talked to recently as well talk about that. So I don't know if it's just something that it's on the extractor's minds. I know Ramsey, that he prefers the outdoor to make extract with. But yeah, you're right. It's all about the material. Not I the-
1: suppose... I suppose as a bud tender we could do some we could definitely be doing some um
0: But like, I guess you don't have anybody in coming in and saying hey this is indoor extract either though, right?
1: No, not not particularly, but if you do know the like the farms, for example, then you know. Like uh, you know, Benson Elvis, for example, outdoor, and there's certain ones that when you know them like Ananda Farms, I believe they are um I believe they're outdoor. Um, I'm not hundred percent on that, so don't quote me on that. But, you know, there's different farms that they will say on there. And um, like I know that uh Sterling Gold they use Lion Tree and those ones are all
2: is not in house. Yeah,
1: that's all in house, but it's green it's outdoor mm-hmm. is is what Lion Tree is. So yeah, I, su- I suppose most of the products that I have <laughs> smoked are
0: outdoor. Uh what else is going on in the industry world industry world, dispensary, dispensary world. world? Um is there anything new out yet?
1: Dropped more hater tears today. Tropicana just came out. Um, we talked about the Bo's Nose Tropicana last time, right?
0: Yeah, the collab.
1: Yes, the collab. We just got in more Bo's Nose as well. Uh, we got in Sunday Driver and Gelato Sunday, which is the Sunday Driver and Gelato 33. We got a lot of new Fire Flower out right now. We've got some more Layer K. Is that a brand? Fireflower. Fire Flower no we try and keep <coughs> fire flower always on the shelf <laughs> tko has been coming back around we got some laughing gas that was really good too long ago we got actually quite a bit of stuff and right now we've got skittles breath we got lavender Sk- breath
0: skittles breath that sounds pleasant
1: oh it smells so fucking good it's like Skittles tangy breath. I don't yeah. know. It's just
0: whatever it is. It's good. All right. Well, for everybody that's, uh, you know, at this time of year, we're mid August now. Mm-hmm. Um, so everybody should have been spending some time cleaning up. I've seen a lot of IG stuff going on where these guys are skirting their uh, ladies and lollipopping. Everybody's just different, too. It's like some people do a little bit. Some people do a lot. I don't know. It seems like, you know, we've always done a lot. So
1: Yeah. I've always- oh, wait.
0: You've always done a lot. <laughs> i i don't Maybe think it's 30? that bad no i don't think it's that bad okay oh, you take you take about probably half 40 or 50 percent at
1: least i try to
0: but i don't know this year is kind of it's battling this rust has been brutal
1: and it's been hard for me to get out there as well
0: mm-hmm. well i like i was getting out. I think the rust is doing the, uh, skirting for us because on the plants that have it still that I've been trying to work with, they have been just continuously barely able to keep up with the, um, rust spreading on the plant and the new growth. So I'm, I'm to the point where I'm about ready to give up. I don't know if you can get through, I don't know if you can get through rust on cannabis plants. I'm really trying, uh, so I can t- have some valuable information for everybody, but I don't know if I do.
1: Um, and honestly, I don't know if you can do it on plants as well, because I also talked to a girl today that said she couldn't figure out what was going on with her plants. Um, and I told her, I'm like, yeah, there's rust. She's like, Oh, rust mites. I'm like, no, no, no. Um, there's actually rust, uh, rust fungus. And I'm like, she says that she, you know, when I explained it to her, she said that she has it happening on quite a few of her different plants.
0: Now you're talking cannabis.
1: No, hers is flowers garden. just like mine up in the front are doing the same thing. So it's, I, and I, when I explained to her what it looks like, I'm like, it actually looks like rust on the leaves. Um, and she's like, oh my God, yeah. Like more than half of my plants are doing that. It's on half of my garden and then the other half is fine.
0: Which is kind of where we're at. Yep. <laughs> it looks a lot, I can tell you this, it looks a hell of a lot like a cow mag deficiency. In fact, the only information I could find online about it really uh, especially related towards cannabis was really nil. It, it resembles Calmag so you know closely that that's pretty much what everybody gets misled by. Yeah. And so and since Calmag is such a common, I get so tired of people telling me that that's the fix for everything, but it's so common that it is a fix for a lot of things and so you, but you can you cannot fix this with no Calmag uh, you know and it, it actually tricked me you know, in part of the stage, I thought, man, that's a CalMag deficiency. And I dosed him and it didn't hurt him, but it shouldn't I remember you help.
1: did that at the beginning, didn't yeah. you? When you first spotted it, you didn't know what it was.
0: It is not CalMag. And I'm, I'm collecting some pictures and I'm trying to make some videos so I can put this out and show people. So you can kind of see what it's like. But it looks different on different plants. Some it actually looks like the leaves are literally rusting. And then other plants look like a CalMag deficiency. And then other plants look like they're just wilting. Mm-hmm. But when you get all down to it, it's the same thing. And I know because when I treat them, they bounce back and then get bad. Bounce back and get bad. So it's just this brutal, brutal, constant thing. And I haven't talked to anybody else that has dealt with it on cannabis. And so because it's so limited online, there's really nothing online either. So I'm I'm trying to help that. But anyway, that's our battle. Everything else is doing really wonderful. Although I'll tell you this, you know, here's the zeros of the farm moment. I, the banner has been so, it's a big plant, huge, friggin' She's huge.
1: very lengthy. And
0: we left one time. So the time that we left to the coast, we got all kinds of bugs. And then this time we left to camp and do some Not camping. Not
1: even two
0: nights, by the and, way. Yeah. And we got the huge rainstorm, which broke. While we
1: were camping.
0: Yeah, we were camping, which... <laughs>
1: Add that to the fact that not everything was in the great mood that weekend, including our plants.
0: Right, right. (laughs) A rainy camping trip and then you come home to a broken ass plant. So
1: raining camping trip with the 20 month old. Yeah,
0: it broke some of the unsupported low, low branches. So I'm not really too upset about it. But yeah, four posts
1: around her. And he said, let's get oh. some more, actually, by the way, people. He did say, let's get some more today.
0: Yeah, I've supported it as good as it's going to get, but it looks... Be- it is just haggard. It's haggard. It's beat up. I can't even take a picture of it. I won't. I refuse to. It looks like it's... It looks like it crawled out. If it was a person, it'd be a hooker crawling out of a dumpster. It's just... <laughs> it's, it's ugly as sin. So this poor thing, I hope it makes it to the end. Yeah. I, maybe I'll have to get rid of the rust and and the... And the banner and just, God.
1: The Rustin banner.
0: Oh. <laughs> I hope everybody's doing a lot better. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> I often wonder if I'm still a rookie after all this time.
1: You know what? You learn something new every year. Didn't we discuss that? that-
0: yes, this is true. And it's, you know, it's, it's always, it seems like it just keeps stacking up. Like, as soon as we conquer one of the problems of this area, then something crops up. And then yep. we conquer that and something else crops up. So,
1: whoever brought the russet mites to uh, to our must street have
0: left must have left because we, we had no russets this year. But mm. I haven't heard about anybody having russet problems this year. It seemed to be aphids. Mm-hmm. And we did get, you know, a plant I think only one plant that really got any significant aphids. And, and that's it's like a ladybug whorehouse right now because they're just yes. all over and they're making love. It's like they're stuffed full of food and they're getting some it's cuz it's like hometown buffet right now and the, and then yeah. they, they got all the companions
1: and then they're all hooked up and walking around with two people at a time <laughs> or two bugs at a time
0: as far as the breeding this year we my pollen chucking um we got the well we knew well, we told you we got the
2: Durban uh, pineapple
0: well the um uh, plumberry kush plumberry collected kush. now the the Durban pineapples done it's going to be collected like tomorrow and then the oct has been cut so i am collecting in the kitchen yeah i'm collecting that pollen over the next five or six days really easy and um real messy it's it's not the way that you want to make your wife happy
1: i sure wish we had another room (laughs) just (laughs) just just for some pollen then we could just dust that one room
0: who cares if the whole house has to use Claritin? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
1: <laughs> add to the dust we already get from having pets. oh man
0: hey it's fun it's fun so you know we'll, we'll it's see It's definitely what
1: an experience it's fun it's it's a cool thing to learn yeah
0: <clears throat> you gotta you gotta do it it's it's you do have to have the areas though
1: yeah but it, it is fun to watch it happening though it's you know see how much pollen you collect at the end we almost filled a full jar
0: yeah yeah a couple you know a gram or so on probably each of them well, uh, if you filled that maybe full, a couple grams. did
1: you fill that full jar?
0: No, not full.
1: Is it about halfway?
0: Maybe. Quarter That's to a about,
1: half. Okay. Like, I don't know
0: how much pollen weighs, though, for well, the yeah, volume.
1: But I, I was going to say, amount-wise, it's about a half a gram for, or it's about a gram and a half for half that jar.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Amount, well, not weight. Okay. So maybe, <laughs> maybe it's only about like three quarters of a gram, then. I haven't yeah. weighed it. I'll have to weigh it. So
1: well, I don't know if you want to weigh it because then you got to dump all that powder back out. <laughs>
0: yeah, but I imagine you know I'm I'm not like some professional at this. This is really the first time I've ever really taken it to the end. So I'm sure we're probably gonna have some flowers. that are gonna have a hand, not handful of seeds, but one or two in there. So yeah. sorry, I'm already saying sorry right now. But who knows? Maybe we got neighbors somewhere in the area that. Has have their own male troubles or something right. we have them anyway so you know obviously it's becoming it's going to become an issue
1: uh, yeah especially if it's outdoor i yeah. see it being a, becoming a lot yeah. more of an issue with the outdoor
0: and who knows what it could be it could be hemp or it could be uh you know a male so who knows what kind of seed is the other issue exactly but you know hey we should be happy we can grow so all right well this weekend we're gonna do a big tour again and we're going to keep that under wraps because it's probably one of the biggest tours we'll have done this year.
1: Excited. We've got
0: a lot of content we'll be bringing for that. We've already done a couple previous uh, tours as well. So we really got a lot coming.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm We've excited. got some more coming up.
0: So we'll be pumping them out next week as well. You know, can we shout out to or- Organ Argus?
1: Hell yeah, we <laughs> he's, can.
0: He's cool as hell, but uh, we appreciate him um, helping promote the show
1: hell yeah thanks bud
0: he was he, I, I noticed that we had a bump in stitcher listeners <laughs> i'm like why did wow all of a sudden everybody on stitcher i'm like is that is that the 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 app to go to now is it like i'm like what happened so i'm you know just doing my daily stuff and i run across his profile and i'm like oh nice. Oh well, yeah thanks john because he listens on the Stitcher. So. <laughs> yeah
1: yeah exactly and i do know quite a few that listen um, listen to us. That are friends of his too.
0: Oh, probably all Stitcher. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably. Which is crazy. It is a good app. I went in there and checked it out. and It is pretty cool. Unfortunately, you can't leave any kind of uh, feedback or comment. I mean, but for those, you know, good thing though for for those of you that are on iTunes and apps that do, you can leave comments. If you do that for us, that'd be great.
1: Yeah, um, rate review,
0: rate and review, rate uh, review for subscribe. us. We've never really asked for that, so I feel we kind of like earned a little bit now to maybe ask for some comments. Right. So, if you can, go ahead and and leave a a comment and uh, and we'd appreciate that. All right. Well, with that said, we got uh, like I said, we got Ram from Funk Extracts. Great interview, great guy. Check out their extracts. He does list where they're at, and of course, you can go to Talent Health Club. Sounds mm-hmm. like you guys get first drop anyway, and uh, uh, you know, enjoy it. They got he does talk about it, but it's it's like a fully interactive thing, full experience. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Player. They got the terping content, which I I like, and then uh, the
1: Funko Meter,
0: the Funko Meter, which he's trying to dial in on that because right now he's been like the man and he's like I, he doesn't have the best judgment he says so he's gonna have to get help on that and but then the um the download on each box
1: hell yeah so he pretty to go cool with yeah
0: it. but it's pretty decent music i mean it's not uh it's not just some random stuff it's actually really good stuff To yeah get oh hell yeah to.
1: he's got some he's got some really good stuff
0: here it is funk extract Ramsey. enjoy the show
2: all right organ, organ love, love.
0: All right, welcome to the show brother thanks for coming on
3: thanks for having me man i appreciate it
0: all right so your first extract company that we're gonna mm-hmm. have on the show so i guess congratulations mm-hmm. but actually we really appreciate it because we haven't ventured out like this and this is a, a good opportunity to really put down a good extract company
3: nice. well, to I talk with it. Well, we're thrilled to be here i'm happy to be talking about it
0: yeah so why don't you talk about funk real quick for the people that don't know what you are and, and the business that you're doing and and kind of how you do it
3: okay yeah funk extracts man we're uh, based right out of here in southern oregon i've got a lab out in white city uh, been operating just about a year now licensed for about a year it took 14 months to get the license mm-hmm. in, uh, two years a little over two years we've been getting this uh, dream going and it's a. Uh, very cool to watch happen. You know, we what our main focus is is uh, live resin extraction, uh, BHO with a you know, a mixed hydrocarbon is really what we do. But, uh, you know, our, our goal is to capture the essence of the living cannabis plant and bring that experience to the jar. So, like when you're out there in the field and you go and smell that plant, you know, in September, right when it's getting ready to get the chop, you know, early October, you're like, oh. Mm. That's what I smelled. That we're trying to capture that smell and essence, and bring that to the jar.
0: Yeah, and you do, man.
3: Well, thank you. So,
0: man. when you guys first started, there wasn't quite the variety of extracts in terms of like the you know butters and, and live resins and stuff like that. That's do you want to? Sure. Can you talk about that?
3: Definitely staying on top of uh, all the different type of consistencies is something you know we love to uh, want to try them all. Mm -hmm. honestly you know yeah i grew up smoking you know crap shatter and you know 2011 2012 or uh, stuff we were smoking then mostly shatter honeycomb and stuff like that and to watch it evolve into what we do now with our uh, live resins we have three different consistencies that were kind of what we do we have a batter which you know is nice whipped we whip that in it i feel it has the most flavor and kind of the most pungent nose because it's real quick you know it doesn't take long to make so you don't lose any of that terps in the process you know making diamonds and stuff can be an extended process. Sometimes. And uh, uh, the batter, it's my personal favorite to smoke. I like the homogenous consistency like that and just whipping it and just getting a nice fat glob of just something real flavorful, you know. (laughs) Yeah. And then the sugar, we call it terp sugar is is what we call it at Funk. And that's more kind of like, you know, more like the crystals are in there, but it's like maybe some applesauce. With our product, though, sometimes we do have more like diamond-y saucy kind of terp sugar and then we have what's called the gems and juices, what we call it, which are diamonds and sauce, and we got a little I'm sipping on a little gems and juice, you know, and uh, yeah. that's uh our thing. And then we have gems, and those are like the, you know the actual rocks with with the sauce, and that's THC crystallized that separates from the terpenes and the other you know cannabinoids in the system, in the in the product, and that's cool. We we focus on a full spectrum extraction, you know, we try to bring all the you know compounds out of the cannabis plant and bring those to it. We feel you know isolating stuff is just you kind of losing that. Out on the full, but you know the real med- medicine we feel is in the uh, the full spectrum. You sure, know? You sure. Get, you get everything out of there together, and it works. And we feel a lot better. And uh, yeah, those are the three consistencies that we kind of focus on. We also do cured stuff sometimes as well, and that'll be typically. Kinda the shatter's kinda on the way out, you know. Uh seems to be. Yeah, you can't even sell it for anything anymore. It's just, even if it's, you know, gold and stuff and people don't really you know, it's ten bucks is anybody wants to pay for it these days, it seems like. And uh so we kinda have veered away from doing too much shatter at funk just because uh we, you know, try to focus on the, you know, highest end product that uh people are looking to consume. And it's typically, you know, saucy stuff or like those batters these days and Yeah, why do you think shatter went to the side like that? Man, I don't I think the flavor and just uh You know, I've... Honestly, this in, this market live resin is very uh, what's hot, you know, and it's 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 definitely on the not hot, you know. It, it was it's been around forever. It's it's you know one of the first consistencies that was out there. I do love some nice, you know, like pull and snap, you know, but I haven't smoked it in shit. I don't even <laughs> six months, maybe. Uh, but I mean, I do appreciate it. But you know, it's just it's been so devalued, and then you can make cheap shatter. You know, you can make really cheap shatter. So having really high quality shatter, you know, if they do like some CRC tech on it or something, you know, it's hard to tell. The difference for most consumers, and so when they see a twenty dollar gram of shatter versus a ten dollar gram of shatter, they're like, "Well, what's the fucking difference? Ten bucks? I'm gonna buy the ten dollar one," <laughs> you know. And so they don't they don't understand what goes into it and the quality of the cannabis that goes into. It. And that's really the most important thing is quality in, quality out. You know, is making sure that the product that you're getting starts off with a high quality product, uh, cannabis plant. Because if, if you're running, you're not going to be able to make gold out of shit. Even though it might maybe able to look it like that, but <laughs> the flavor's not going to be there. And and you know. For us at Funk, you know, the flavor is is what we got to have that flavor, you know, and that's what it's all about. So uh the Shatter, though, man, uh, I like to see it come back. But the pricing—I mean, I don't, I don't know if the prices ever go back up on that. But yeah, it's—it's
0: uh, it's, it's weird how it did come and go. Uh, but like you said, there's a lot of trends. It, mm-hmm. It's trendy. It's very Cannabis, trendy. Yeah. So.
3: your Rosin right now is is super trendy, and I'm kicking myself in the foot for not checking the little box saying yes, we would like to do solventless <laughs> yeah. as well. And I was like, yeah, we didn't have a rosin press at the time, so I was like, yeah, you know, well, we'll add it later. And I, you know, I submitted something like four months ago to the county to try and update our lux or whatever, and. Uh, still waiting. So Uh yeah, by the time we probably get our approval to do a rosin, that probably won't be the hot thing to do anymore. So trying to stay on top of what's hot, I am really kind of, I don't think there's too many more types of uh, extraction that, you know, made from BHO or, you know, rosin that, you know, the different type of consistencies. I think we've achieved most all of them and, finding that flavor and just giving the overall great product, I think is, is the name of the game at this point for, you know, the best stuff for the best, best price yeah. in the OLCC market. You have to be extremely competitive. Even if you got something really good, it's. There's a lot of competition out there. We were talking about that earlier, just mm-hmm. the amount of just different uh, products that are out there now. And you go look on the shelves and you have like 25 different competitors to compete with on the shelf right now. And it's it's pretty wild, man. Uh, yeah. out there, I'm so grateful for us to have such a great product and uh, be working with the farms that we are who are giving us such good material uh, to make this stuff. Otherwise, you know, it might be a different story, so, you know. There's a there's just so much competition. There
0: is. And, you know, getting back to the consistencies, when you were talking about butter, mm-hmm. uh, and that kind of, that's one of my favorites, yeah, too, yeah. which is more like rosin. Mm-hmm. And that kind of reminded me when you're talking about rosin. Rosin is very popular right now. We're even seeing companies kind of collab collaborate both back and forth from rosin mm-hmm. to, to BHO and back. But the butter... It seems to me, and this has been a topic of conversation in little groups that we follow, but it seems to last longer, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Than like a know. diamonds and sauce, or like the saucier, the sugar sauces and stuff like that. They just seem to they tasty and all that. Yeah. And great, but a little bit harder to deal with and they just seem to go away so quick yeah. where you get some good butter, or rosin. You or just some. take the
3: right... Honestly, to me, it's the perfect consistency. Yeah. And uh, yeah, the Diamonds and Sauce, to me, aesthetically, it's beautiful. Right. And people, you know, it looks great and all that. But yeah, trying to smoke as a daily dabber, I'm a huge yeah. dabber, you know? And so, yeah. you know, just trying to be, you know, as efficient as possible, it's nice to have that. The Diamonds and Sauce, I feel like you try to get those little rocks, you know, and like, all right, I'm gonna get this piece. And then you try to have the right amount of terps dipped on it, and then you dab that. Mostly for me, I'll end up, you know, having a... You know some some terps left over or something, and then smoking that by itself, it's not yeah. fun. Yeah, like ah, it's just the well, you know. And then the other thing that kind of gets me is that when
0: you're, you know, terp terpenes are uh they're volatile. They're mm-hmm. they're hydrocarbon. So I mean, you know, just the time even that you're taking the cap off, putting it back on. Yeah. whatever you're losing that yeah and so i've noticed at the end too a lot of it's either gone or it's kind of like a stickier yeah
3: yeah it's a little stickier harder it's just kind of it's lost especially on a hot day like today yeah Yeah, you leave yeah that doesn't travel well mm -mm. doesn't it doesn't yeah keeping it cool is important uh yeah i've i've watched that happen with a product over time and just it's you know sitting there forever oh man you got to keep your car cool yeah 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 we keep we keep everything cool in the car we we spend a lot of time and effort to make sure that the jars don't like like get knocked over and stuff like that. And that's really important too. making sure that it doesn't, you know, Mm -hmm. when you're buying a high quality product, it needs to be level. you know, everything. Yeah. The stickers need to be straight. Everything needs to look good. You're paying your top dollar. And and when you're a consumer, I've been a consumer, you know, my whole life. Uh, Well, you know, also,
2: (laughs) but, uh, (laughs) you know, I I mean, the
3: reason I do is because I love to smoke and, you know, uh, if, when you, when you're, Working your ass off for you know a paycheck, and then you go spend a good percentage of your paycheck on what you love to smoke, and right. you get it, and you open it, and it's all messed up. I mean, you know, it's like shit. You know, it's it makes you unhappy, and uh, yeah. so it's really important for us. You know, every sticker we put is is right. You know, it's mm-hmm. uh, everything's put on there right, and then when you open the jar, it's not all stuck on the top and everything yeah, like that yeah. and uh yeah I've seen I've seen have you know, I've bought stuff like that that's happened yeah. I've been on you know the consumer and and as a consumer finally in a situation like this I'm so grateful you, I, I want to make sure that everybody has a wonderful experience when they when they get this.
0: yeah yeah absolutely <laughs> and you know you guys do bring it all the way through from start to end your packaging I like a lot uh mainly because one it's not overbearing like there's some companies that like to like it looks like they've spent more time and money in their packaging than they did on cultivating yeah yeah. and i'm like ah kind of worries me Mm -hmm. you know i feel like i'm buying something for more money just to pay for the presentation exactly whereas you guys you come across as like kind of a down-to-earth real cool nice packaging just not like I feel like I'm in Tiffany's or something. Right. Yeah. And then the fact that you guys threw that damn song in there.
3: That's cool. <laughs> Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Yeah. That's yeah, you know, nice. I have a hip hop background from doing my radio mm-hmm, back in the day, mm-hmm. and just and I grew up in a record store, so trying to incorporate music into it because music and weed have always been, oh, yeah. you know, my my two favorite ladies to party with, <laughs> and, uh, and uh, trying to get trying to get that onto the pack. I was like trying to figure out how can we make music. Through our packaging, because we had the little record player box and stuff. I was like, how can you get, us get music out of this? And yeah. then we like, oh, yeah. QR codes, man And uh, you know, we started doing it I work with a lot of uh, Local artists here And then some of my Friends from back home That I have kind of just I'll throw you on a song You know, I try to make sure It's either like weed related Or funky Or fun You know, like Making sure it's some good songs It's not just some Some BS song You know, <laughs> my, some guy paid me 50 bucks to put on there You know, it's like Actually a good song You know, uh, yeah. we got We got a different diverse Cannabis related Cannabis related yeah. uh, A lot of rap right now I'm trying to do a little I'm trying to diversify it Up to be a little bit Of everything I'm trying to do a lot of funk you gotta be careful though, because it's like I want to go like hit up like George Clinton or somebody like Yo man check out this cool package in this funk. I want I just want to connect you to your QR code and not that he would say that or anything, but I get you know dealing with so many musicians that the, the year that like, they are like pay me motherfucker, you know like <laughs> Oh like, yeah, I can't pay. I just I'm trying to help you get your stuff out there and, and you know I, I would really love to put like old funk stuff and like links. We have you can either like scan it to a, a Spotify song right. or a or a YouTube music video. So I was, like it would be cool to like you know connect people to like some classic funk and like maybe some old uh, videos of them performing from the 70s or something because man they were all on acid and it was like the you can't find anything like that these days you know it's it's a special thing the funk music and and the fun you know it's like the music's like the soundtrack to the to the you know movement we're trying to do and just you know get everybody funked up man and just have fun with it you know there's so many companies out there you know where it's This industry is so crazy, you know, we just want to remember like, man, we're so lucky to be doing this and we just want to have a good time. And that's what, you know, dabbing and smoking is all about, just having a good time. Dabbing might be more about just sitting there quietly (laughs) on the couch staring. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) But it's a good time in your mind, though, right? Oh, big time. Big time.
0: Yeah. And doing dabs definitely lets you know exactly how that particular strain or, or whatnot mm-hmm. is going to affect you um,
3: straight to the point man yeah that's what i like about dabs it's like always when i try to tell people who don't really smoke what dabs are i'm like man like imagine like smoking a joint it's like drinking a beer you right know? like doing a dab that's like taking a <laughs> shot of tequila or something you know yeah. straight to the point and i think it helps people like get it like all right you know, as soon as you before you blow that smoke out you're high as shit you know like uh-oh yeah. I remember back in the day, I used to do huge dabs and like the big snake dabs and all. I can't do none of that anymore. And I don't know if it's because the stuff we're smoking is better or if just my lungs are like no more. But yeah, <laughs> well, you can't dabs. do those big long dabs with no. sauce anymore. Yeah, no, yeah, that's true. I see you can people, do scoops. Yeah, I can do a big old scoop. Yeah, I can't. I can't do it, man. My lungs are just like. Ugh. Use and abuse, smoke cigarettes and blunts for so long back in the day. And it's like, I wish I had known all this was coming. I would have saved some lung capacity. That, you know, yeah, and, I've
0: been smoking since the, I guess, probably real early 90s, yeah. like 90, 91. Yeah. And back then, I don't know about what you were getting, yeah. but we we're getting that brown frown. <laughs> yeah,
3: the Mexican uh, special.
0: Oh my God. I don't. Yeah. How many many pesticides?
3: Oh, I know. I think about that all the time, too. Like, the shit that was in what we were smoking back then, I'm like, I still made it. So, I mean, not that, you know, I definitely don't ever want to smoke anything with pesticides again, but, like. I guess it's not that bad cuz shit well, mean, hopefully the healing hopefully powers Yeah, the healing powers of cannabis. Of cannabis they they balance <laughs> it out yeah cuz I can only imagine some of the shit we smoke back in the day they get the $300 pounds from Mexico back in Houston and uh oh yeah you're yeah. like why the more do I when I smoke more of this I just get a bigger headache mm-hmm. oh I I'm know trying, that but... headache weed smells like spice <laughs> or like something oh, I hate that shit We uh we used to get blunts back in the day and call them three for tens, and that's what I started off selling was three for tens, and you get three blunts pre roll. It was like pre roll, so it was like three blunts, switcher sweet perfectos. You know, they're nice. the cigarillos back then. And you get three of those rolled up for ten bucks, and that was the deal in like the hood. You go get three for ten, and then you go sell one for five or two. You know, so make your money five. back. Make your money back. Still smoke <laughs> one or two. And that was kind of. I ended up started buying five for twenty, and then I kind of. That was kind of the beginning. That was like ninety six, man, and uh, yeah, weeds just been. Where were you yeah. when I was young, man. right? Shit. <laughs> <laughs> My dealer sucks. Yeah. I used to have like big old bags of just like pre-rolled sweets. And you would buy I would buy them like that. Like I didn't even roll a blunt I, myself until I was like 17. <laughs> like the next year, like they were already pre-rolled. So, and then we started figuring out that maybe the weed inside of them is not as good as weed we could buy. And then we started finding the weed ourselves, and getting the QPs for one hundred and twenty, and then started getting the pounds for three hundred. And Yeah, that was in the ni- it was late nineties, man. And uh, and then and, and that was in Houston. And I watched the uh, DRO and you know indoor or whatever start rolling around like in two thousand. I started getting some, and then we started getting that beaster. You remember the BC shit from? Oh like, yeah. Oh, just that bullshit like crap indoor. <laughs> like we were still paying like fourteen hundred a QP for that shit, and it was just compressed Holy shit. Shit. Yeah, it was like four thousand a pound. Oh my like god. From, I mean, and the pounds were like, you know, like this big, like a brick. It was like they were still it bricking looked it up. Like a brick. Yeah, it yeah. was still bricking it up and like that was horrible. And then we started getting like some crazy good weed from Cali. And uh then that was it. I mean, the weed was so sticky, like stick it to the wall. I don't really see stuff Old like that story anymore. Style. Yeah, you
0: know, like there's a couple of consistencies of flowers that I don't see anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if it was a strain or if it was a method.
3: Yeah. Or a cure. That's what I wanted to. It wasn't maybe it wasn't cured enough. I don't that's what I was wondering. But uh Man, it's, it's crazy to watch the evolution of it. And uh, I was telling my friends who are, you know, under 28 years old, I'm like, you just don't realize how lucky y'all are to like have just have the options of, because like, yeah, since like 2005, you've been able to get, you know, a few different kinds of good dro down in Houston. We I mean, still call it dro. Or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, in Texas? Yeah. It's yeah. It like was like Cali influence. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it was. Yeah. We got every, in Houston, we got everything yeah. from Cali. Uh, just, I think, recently since, uh, <laughs> but I think the flow of Oregon weed. Has came uh, not from me, but uh, around the same. I, yeah. like, I started, all my friends in Houston, oh man, I had some Oregon weed out there now. And and I was like, oh, you getting Oregon weed? I was like, all right, that's dope. <laughs> so, uh, it, I, you know, it's interesting, but like we used to get those crazy pounds of indoor for like four or 5,000 bucks of like the craziest weed you've ever seen from SoCal and stuff. And that's why I used to sell back in the day, you know. I was never want this face associated with bullshit weed. You know? mm, yeah. I can tell that. I could oh, see nice, that you yeah. would
0: have some, uh, like I said, where were you? Yeah. I was I was buying my weed from this little young lady. Well, because I, I was like eighteen, nineteen, and she was like twenty three, and uh, she was selling me like you know two gram eights. Yeah.
3: Uh, <laughs> oh, the bullshit. Yeah, oh, you know. Man. Oh,
0: you. I got a fifty dollar eighth, and you just took how much?
3: Okay. Yeah. Oh man, I. There used to be so much of that shit, the, yeah. just the hustling and the. I yeah. don't, I don't miss that, you know, no. like getting ripped off and people just scheming. Yeah, I was in North Carolina one time and bought like two point three grams for eighty bucks to like some dried ass fucking weed. It wasn't even that good, and I just felt like such a bitch. I was like, oh man, I'm a buster. I got, I got hustled, and uh, yeah, it's crazy, but yeah, the people. I was talking to one of my friends. Uh, he was selling weed back in Houston and. I was like saying something about the price. Like, God damn it. And somebody was in there like buying some weed, you know, and I was like, oh man. I was like, I was like, we sell this for like five bucks a gram where I'm at. And he's like, shut the fuck up, bro! I was like, trying to sell it. I was like, oh <laughs> my bad. I was this ain't shit. I was like, man, you should see all the weed on our floor at our lab. Oh man. It's crazy. And and to go from that to like selling three for ten blunts to like having a, you know, you know, you're sweeping up fucking ounces of weed every day that just, you know, didn't make it in the tube, and you're just the. it's crazy, you know. My my buddies came to visit, and they saw the weed on the floor, and they're just like, man, just let me have the floor weed, man. I was like, I can't give you shit.
0: Well, now, so you went from like, I mean, this is must be your dream job.
3: Then. It is, man. It, it really is. I mean, I'm so grateful to be doing it. It yeah. was a real ride to get here, too, man. Uh you know, it wasn't easy. You know, we don't have a lot of money behind us. And my buddy's aunt kind of just gave us an investment money to uh, get licensed. And that's all we did. And then we've just been rocking it since. And it, it's been, you know, such a good learning experience on top of just being what I've always wanted to do. And, like, I can't believe I'm doing it. And you know, we're so you get so caught up in the day-to-day of just, the, you know, the day of paying bills yeah. and all that kind of stuff. And you just get, like, forget that. Like, man, like... I'm fucking doing it, man. Yeah, it's right. pretty cool, you know. And uh, you got to remind yourself that in this industry, it's so brutal, you know, it's just uh, you get you know, it's so easy to get caught up in all that kind mm-hmm. of negativity and stuff. But I just sit back and just realize that, man, you're doing something special, and people dig it, and then that's yeah. awesome, man. I couldn't be more grateful for it, man. I just I'm just ready to keep it going and growing, and and, and see how far we can take it. And be.
0: So did you know? I mean, I know that you were either you're involved with extracts before this all came about, but did you did you know the tech of it? Did you like know the chemistry behind it? or is that? Somewhat,
3: that- I'm not really, and I'm not the person to make it like I'll blow everybody up. I'm not right. I'm not that dude. like yeah. uh, our extractor Josh, he's a like he's like a mad scientist. Like, okay. he's he's a real artist. you know, he really understands and has the true passion for it i've always did it when i I've, when i left houston i re- went to denver first like in 2013 2014 i think it's 2014 i was there for a few months and i worked in an extraction kitchen and uh just kind of watched them do the day-to-day but i didn't, didn't get my hands on i was uh, like packaging and stuff and then i moved to cali and then i came out here and then had a friend of mine who was doing it and i kind of just hung out with him all the time and kind of watched and i just was like you know this is where it's at taking the the flour and turn it into a product that then can be made into multiple products and i was like to me that's cool you know and then you can take this oil and make live resin you can take this oil make pen you can make you know turn it into some stuff to make distillate to make some edibles or you know and you can you know from there it's like you're taking this flour and turn it into something a usable product or you know like a product that can sit on the shelf and i think it's so cool and uh i'm interested to see you know where it goes and you know what you can make i'm Can't wait to do some of the projects we have coming lined up. We're going to be doing some real fun stuff with some people we're collabing with. Good. It's cool, man. It's yeah. I didn't. I I didn't think I was gonna be that. Retail is really my passion. Okay. I, growing Grown up in the record store. I've always yeah. had a retail background. And uh, I, when I moved here, I helped start Rogue Valley Cannabis with my buddies that I moved out here with. And then I left that to do Butte Creek and Dab Town and uh, started Dab Town. Then I'm leaving that to do a farm with my uncle who was. Oh, I want to get in the marijuana industry. And then we did all that. And he spent a bunch of money. And as soon as Trump and Sessions started talking all that shit, he got cold feet and was like, Oh yeah, I'm good. And uh, just like kind of backed out. I wish you know it's all good, but hey, birth the funk. And then so I did all that to get to the funk and then we're like, all right, we're gonna rock it. And then 14 months later, we got the license. And here we are, a year after that, rocking it out. And it's been crazy, but it's been cool, man. I've learned, I've really, I've learned so much. I feel like after this point, I can deal with about anything, you know. All the shit we've been, <laughs> been through to get to this point. You know what I'm saying, it's everybody too, you know. I know, it's our, our, we're not the only people, you know. Everybody in this industry is really, you know, going through it to try and achieve their dream. And so I, I got so much respect for all of us, you know. While we're all out here competing with each other and stuff right. at the same time, it's like, man, we all have a similar dream and like. I just want to see us achieve it, you know, everybody's got the real especially down here in, in Oregon, especially in Southern Oregon, you know, I mean this is the Mecca of cannabis culture. Mm-hmm. And uh and there's, there's you know, we should be the Napa Valley of right. the United States once they open these damn borders up. I'm like well, Send some stuff. <laughs> I to think somebody. I
0: think we will be. I think the Pacific Northwest is going to be a real big thing. But also too shit. I think we're almost a Mecca now for him.
3: Yeah, yeah, that's the it's, truth.
0: It seems like overnight we went from <laughs> You know, yeah. a lot of THC to just, I, I think they've kicked all the grapes out too. It like, seems
3: like it, the pear orchards just, on yeah. South Stage, man, are gone. Like half of those trees are gone. And all. So I was driving down there the other day and I was like, oh, yes, the pear orchards. And I was like, no, it's not. It's all hemp now. All gone. And they still got like half of the trees, but I'm like, damn, man, they cut it all down to do some hemp. And then there's so much you know, I'm really interested to see the, you know, because there's all, you know, yeah, you're knocking nobody. The people who were growing weed but weren't really growers and were just looking to make a bunch of money, and then they didn't. Now, I feel like a lot of those people have switched to hemp, thinking that they're going to make a ton of money growing hemp. And I'm very interested to see if that ends up playing out the way that they're hoping. I mean, I hope everybody makes a ton of money, but I feel like the price of hemp is going to drop significantly uh, here in the next few months. Yeah. And uh, because, I mean, it's not just Oregon that's growing it. When you start, like, researching, like, Colorado has, like... They're shitting on us on like the amount of acreage of uh, hemp. And then even Kentucky, they've been growing it. I didn't even know they were growing hemp in the amount. But Big I there. feel like people here are, are more like on the medicinal for CBD uh, oil extract is is more of like the mindset the of the resins, people here yeah. as opposed to the uh, mm-hmm. the biomass. But I don't know. Uh, it's interesting to see. I, my cousin's doing it uh, on the farm that didn't work out there, uh, leasing it to do hemp now. And, uh, it's, and it's interesting to see. I, I'm I, I'm I'm interested to see how it goes. Yeah, <laughs> big hemp. It, it does. Yeah, big it's hemp. It's big ag. I it, didn't want to get involved in it because it's just big. It's going to be big agriculture. It is. Energy.
0: It really is. I, I I'm glad to see that we're producing a lot of hemp. Yeah. But, but everything like, should be made of hemp. Yeah. But everything. like well, but like you said, with that, uh, yeah. a lot of that's a different kind of hemp. Um, mm-hmm. It's the same stuff, but I mean, you've got you got THC and you got CBD hemp mm-hmm. or cannabis, and then you've got the the fibrous hemp. And it's, it is different. You look at that CBD uh, hemp. Cannabis, uh, and it looks just like yeah, it does. Especially when it's grown good, <laughs> yeah, you know it looks yeah. just. You're like you wow, that's down the fire. Street, it's right
3: next to the street. There's yeah. that one on uh, Garfield that's like comes up to the sidewalk and they're like on a fence. I'm yeah, like, shit, man, it's pretty. That's just I love it. You know, i I'm put it everywhere, man. I'm well, like,
0: and I, I feel the same way. But what blows me away is you know we've got these THC farms that are all boarded up mm-hmm. and it looks so
3: looks that's shitty, horrible. Yeah, and then you got these hemp guys that are yeah. right up next to no the no regulation ditch, guys. Working. Yeah, and then I was talking. <laughs> And some guys are like, yeah, we don't have any regulations. I was like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> well. well see, be, you how know, do you everybody. justify that when it yeah. looks identical? Yeah, exactly. It's so funny to me. Security, I guess. In Texas, now what's going on is they're throwing away a bunch of marijuana cases. I guess some they have some uh, more liberal uh, uh, prosecuting attorneys in like Austin and Houston now and, and a few other cities. And because they legalize hemp now, they don't have any machines in Texas that can test flour. So if you get arrested for weed, you just be like, it's hemp. Yeah. and they can't they don't have a machine that can tell the difference. And so they're throwing away all these marijuana cases which is a fucking miracle in Texas. For a and, minute. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, man, I've been arrested <laughs> now- four, four times in Texas for just for like, <laughs> you know, a 2 ounces was the most I oh ever my got God. Me with, but like not It's much. been bad there. Yeah, it's been bad. I spent I mean, I've been in some fucked up jails with some really bad people just because i had a little bit of weed <laughs> yeah, and, uh, yeah i'm so glad to be it's the bullshit. hell away from that type of shit yeah but it's nice to see now because i mean yeah i mean i can't i try to get a concealed handgun license here and they will not let me do it because i had yep. three marijuana arrests in texas they told me and i was like well i'm trying to protect my marijuana and myself you know like can i not do that i don't want to open carry and have weed you know <laughs> I just
0: yeah and instinct enough here in the yeah. state that you know if you have an omp card
3: yeah you, you can't, can't own a gun. They, yeah they want to yeah that's so crazy and it's like okay wait 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 a second so
0: mm-hmm. I can go be I can be a raging alcoholic go pick up three cases of beer go buy a gun and you're okay with that yeah
3: but because I choose to medicate with marijuana instead oh guns are not yeah that's like when you are smoking weed like a gun's the last thing you want to use unless you're going to go you know shooting you know it's I'm too like, heavy yeah yeah seriously <laughs> man it's loud it's, it's like it's too heavy it's high and I'm like alright guys I'll go shoot you know like I love going shooting oh stuff, I do too but like, I do too yeah Not when I'm ripped out of my mind, though. Like you get all high and you're like, "Oh, I shouldn't be shooting anything." Yeah, Yeah. you get all in your head and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I,
0: I, yeah. There's just some sports that it works good with. Mm -hmm. Some it don't. Yeah, I love the golf high. Oh yeah, yeah. Golf is great high man I
3: think you got your clubs over there Oh yeah we go yeah. a lot nice yeah my buddies go man uh, I need. I'm, I suck at golf and I like I, I like suck doing too. everything high I like doing everything high really you know like before I leave yeah. for to do anything and feel I'm in a better zone getting too high I've gotten more of a balance now of like not getting too too high cuz I got so much shit to do you know I can't just like be like I have to like really ration out edibles and stuff these days I can't just like Accidentally eat a two hundred milligram edible and yeah. be out for a day and a half. I'm like, I got, I, I got a.
0: It does give you quite the hangover. Sometimes it does,
3: man. I, I like it, but yeah, it can be. And since my buddy makes those uh, sips uh, syrup things, uh-huh. man, those things fuck you up. Yeah, and, they do. Because uh, those like come a, up to a
0: thousand milligrams. Yeah, a thousand milligrams.
3: I took a I took a swig of one. It must have been like a third of the bottle or something. Oh god. And yeah, I was like hallucinating, and I got on the couch and like my legs were shaking, and I was like, oh, I can't even get off the couch. And it's fun, but man, yeah, I just yeah. I got think, a lot of stuff to do with, you can't do it.
0: no and I think in, unless you're using it in small small doses uh and for medical reasons you know in a controlled situation man edibles is it's it's something you gotta plan yeah it's it like is. it's yeah. like mushrooms yeah where you gotta like trip, okay I'm gonna yeah. do it this weekend I'm gonna have the house to myself I got you know all the food and the month everything's set yeah, you know, that way you have a day and a half yeah, to recover.
3: Yeah, exactly. Got got the time on to the do smaller
0: it. doses. I've noticed that sleep, help, you know, helps sleep, sleep help and does, stuff, yeah. and,
3: and all that so. That's true. I oh. need to work on smaller dosing. <laughs> I was like, I'll do a smaller dose. Oh yeah. Then, well, if you're
0: really gonna be, yeah, if you're gonna do it, you should just write that shit down and mm-hmm. be like, you know, if I take 50 milligrams, this mm-hmm. is what happens. But you know, I quit. I quit smoking. I quit everything for five months. Nice. And. It was a good break, and I'm not going to go into it because I've already done it enough on the show. But um, basically, I learned really quick all these things you're talking about. Like, I don't mm-hmm. want to smoke during certain things. Yeah. Like when I'm setting up my gear, I don't want to be high. Yeah. I'll get high after, but not mm-hmm. not when I'm setting up gear or, or just whatever. Yeah. And uh, I also know more better about the edibles. You know, yeah. Before I just eat whatever.
3: Mm-hmm. And I care now. Just be I've got like, oh. intention
0: with it. Yeah. It's
3: like all right. I know. I know where I need to go. And, uh, yeah, it's true, man. You, you do have to, you know, it's everything in moderation really is, you know, the name of the game is, is much easier to say than do, but, uh, it's true, you know, being like you're saying, doing stuff when I used to do my radio show, I would get so fucking ripped. And I was like the one doing, I was doing all this like, you know, mm-hmm. setting up oh, yeah. equipment stuff. Yeah. And I'd be like, oh, and then it's not working and you're supposed to go live. And I used to do a lot Sweat of live and stuff. That. And then, Yeah. Oh my God. You're and you're pumping it on social yeah. media. Like we're going live at five, baby. And then all at 501, like shit ain't working. And you're <laughs> ain't like, oh live. man. Yeah. And I did a lot of that because I was just way too high most of the time. But yeah. if I had, you know, I was a little more mature, I would have be, been like, all right. Do all this, and then get high.
0: It's really true, and I'm pretty yeah. sure the listeners have heard me do it. I I don't eat edibles before a show anymore because of that reason. I, yeah. I did a couple of shows where I had some edibles, and I listened back on it, and I'm like, and uh, <laughs> today we're going to talk about <laughs> mm-hmm. something.
3: It doesn't, tra- doesn't transition <laughs> well over, over there. No.
0: I wanted to ask you, do, do you intentionally make certain products – certain things Mm -hmm. or do you just say, okay, we're a little low on this. So let's make this strain into uh, whatever. Yeah. Or is it, can it depend
2: on the strain? It it depends
3: on the market really. Uh, Like if we have too many, uh, like I like I said, I, I like the batter, you know. Yeah. And the batter, and like, mo, you know, when I talk to most people, they like the batter too, and that's everybody says it's their favorite. But it doesn't move like the diamonds do, which is weird to me. Especially, and we even have them priced a little bit better. Yeah. You know, it's the same made from the same product, and it's you know a little bit less expensive product or whatever. But uh, it's it's weird to watch, and different stores are different. We try to uh, keep you know a nice even mix of of having like you know three or four different consistencies and and having you know making sure. Well, if we have, like, for example, if we have, like, you know, a ton of one-time type, we'll take it like the Bubba Kush that we did with Essence Farm. Fucking phenomenal. We made some sugar. Mm-hmm. We made some batter. And then we made the gems and juice. So, we have all three different So, you had all three from yeah. that. Category. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. So, we have all three different consistencies. Now, we release them at separate times. So, we're not, like, flooded with, like, it's Bubba Kush. But you got three different choices. Yeah. You know, like That's good. You drop the batter. I just drop the gems and juice of that, and then like in six weeks, I'll let out the sugar. Once we get rid nice. of the other stuff, so that's that's one of my favorites. The bubble kush is a really good one. We sell a lot of that back in Houston.
0: So it's really not dependent on the material as much as it's just basically what you guys yeah, feel what you we feel what we're going to make. Yeah, yeah.
3: exactly. Uh, you know, sometimes the oil does kind of tell you what it wants to do. You know, if you try to get it sugar up, and some just don't want to do it. You know, then. We'll whip into a batter, you know. It, it sometimes it'll tell us what it doesn't want to do. It'll tell us what it doesn't want to do, and then we'll just turn into something else.
0: I see. Okay. And uh, our,
3: our, our extractor, Josh, I mean, he's 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 really good at what he does. I've seen him, you know, without you know using any CRC tech or anything. Not that that's bad, but use you know I've seen him make you know dark oil into pretty diamonds and you know stuff like that. And he's he's a real. He's got the skills, Yeah. and uh, it's definitely uh, not just you know. Uh, a lot of people are like, "Oh man, you just run the machine and you pour the oil out, and boom, it's done." Like, there's no, no. Mm-hmm. There is so much like knowledge of, of trying to understand, like you know, what kind of pressures and how much gas needs, you know, all that kind of stuff is 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 you know, you got to learn that.
0: Well, yeah. and one little step mm-hmm. that's changed, it seems it can tweak it. Oh way yeah, down the road, one little like, thing, yeah. I and mean, it into can a whole be different a different temperature. It can be a just just a, a few degrees anything, sometimes. You anything, know? Yeah. yeah,
3: and so. We're trying you know, we try to stay with what's hot and uh and keep up with uh with the trends. You know, right. like we say right now is just killing the game and uh you know, uh nothing we can do about that. But uh There's a lot of work in Rosin. It though. is. And I then, mean, you know, you really stuff. gotta know your product yeah. too. You know, you can really get a fat yield or you can get no yield uh, if you don't know what you're running and you're just like running whatever it's not not the game to be and you want to know what you know what you're getting out of it because you can I mean, you get a, a low yield on some product it's crazy to watch you know like the price like if you get like a you know a three to four percent yield which is an average live resin run and then if it ends up being a bad you know it just doesn't yield much and have a bunch of old material in it and you get a one percent yield you know you just you know Instead of a hundred bucks, you got 25 bucks. You know what I mean? Like it's, you just lost 75% of your product because it didn't yield what you expected or what the average was. So it's, it's real hit or miss, you know, and and it's, it's important to uh, know your grower and know their, you know, what they do and how they do it. And, you know, it's, uh, it's crazy, man. I've seen, you know, some of the best weed turn shit oil and I've seen, you know, uh, Weed I thought was some bullshit turn amazing oil. Yeah, and uh, it's just really about knowing, you know, like the you know the resin and just kind of having that nose and being able to say yes, this is going to make good oil.
0: So I imagine selecting material is
3: it's super important. Probably yeah.
0: like the one of the single first it most is, important steps. It, it is.
3: We're super picky on it too. You know, we we love to work with all the farms we work with, but we can't just take whatever. You know, no. we have to we have to be like, all right, this one, you know, we can't do guys or whatever, and uh, and just you know. It's really knowing the farmer too, and knowing you know. I feel that organic, organically grown uh, bud makes the best flower outdoor. You know, Mm -hmm. uh, sun grown organics. I feel make the best flavor Uh, when you start adding all those nutrients and stuff to the mix. Even if you flush it out well, I feel it just kind of kills a lot of the flavor that it potentially have. It changes it, and uh, you know, I've tasted some really good you know stuff that was salt grown. You know, but it's not you know all the stuff that Funk's known for for having the super flavor and stuff. All that was organic, sun grown. Yeah, and, good. Uh,
0: well, it seems like most of the places that I'll follow that have good stuff like that, mm-hmm. uh, definitely with the higher terps, will have that. Yeah, whether it's sun grown in a in a greenhouse or exactly or outdoors
3: greenhouse, I think is the ultimate. You know, being able to control the environment, environment still and using still the get sun, full spectrum yeah. sun. Yeah, just I, using I agree. that living soils. I that when people mess up because they're in a greenhouse, they think they need to you know go all uh, adding all kinds of shit to it, and it's like no, just use the sun. And uh, you just you can control your environment, and just you know, having that living soil. My buddies at OGO, they, they used to have the farm. You would just go and like slide your fingers through their soil, and all these worms would just be popping up. And they had some good bud during that time. Man, it was really cool.
0: Well, it's <laughs> true. With uh, for one, you can't get the biology with you know synthetics. Mm-hmm. You just can't get the biology. Mm-hmm. Um, And with organics, you can really crank up the the biology. And, you know, I was talking to um, a guy from Growth Science. We're running their organics this year. And he's talking about how a lot they're seeing in test results that the higher terpene uh, farmers are generally these guys that are living soil and high levels of microbes. Yep. I mean, you know, variety—not just one thing you're dumping right, in, but right. a vari- living nice soil, so- living soil, real thing. living soil. You feeding know, feeding the soil, everything exactly. Yeah. And yeah, they're seeing a lot higher terps and better, better overall flower. And a lot of that also too, we we're talking goes back to the biology that's just around the plant itself. Mm-hmm. There's endophytes on the plant, in the plant, and in the soil. So yeah. there's a lot of stuff going on there. Willow Billy Farms, which we had talked to you about them, they saw almost a uh, three three times basically doubled and then, I guess tripled would be the word, doubled and tripled their terpenes going from conventional lines mm-hmm. to uh, to full living soil. Nice. And, nice. and they won a cup off their blueberry, muff- uh, I don't know why I say muffins, blueberry cookies, yeah. but they won a terp contest off that. And that same very plant is the one they got the results on. So say it was whatever, say 3% terpenes, and then it was at 9% after mm-hmm. the year with the living soil, and then they won that cup. And That's they're just awesome. like, wow. Yeah. So, obviously, they've completely switched over now. Yeah. I'm telling you, man, it's
3: really the way to go. You know, uh, everybody thinks that, uh, oh, it's maybe more cost-effective to – you know, be, you know, do all this stuff. It's not, you know, no. organic is the, the most cost effective way to grow it Yeah, and just, you know, and using the sun. I mean, it, you just can't beat the sun even on a cloudy day, you know, no. it's just. It's and just I think the there's more
0: cannabinoids
3: probably. They really, I feel like. Not it, just
0: terpenes, but flavonoids. Yeah, the whole, the whole shebang. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
3: really. It, it, I feel the sun and yeah, just having that, you know, all the right ingredients in the soil is, a. Uh, it's just where it's at. You know?
0: Well, which is interesting coming from you because you've been in the game for a long time and you've seen the changes, and you were in a black market, and I mean, shit, we probably went through what, how many years of synthetics and stuff? Miracle, <sighs> oh Bro. yeah,
3: oh. I, and, mean, I think about all the shit that we must have smoked, man. You know, yeah,
0: like, and ugh. and now you've come up to this. It would seem because of where you came from that you would probably prefer indoor, maybe yeah. synthetic. I type did of when I first
3: moved out. Buds, here. yeah.
0: Versus the living organic mm-hmm. outdoor. Because a lot of people do. They're like, indoor,
3: indoor, indoor. That was me before I before I came to Southern Oregon and yeah. really got schooled. And, uh, you know, I that's what I thought. I was like, outdoor is bad. Indoor is good. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's what you're taught because it's like, oh, the boof. You know, you just see so much boof and you're like, oh, it's just, you know, a bunch of shit show. Nobody, you know, you grow outside, you grow shit. And that's just not the case. You know, like when you have the right soil and you have, you know, good genetics and the right sun in the right and, mean, the right and the right climate. And the right cure. Yeah, the right cure. Oh, man, yeah. You can't be
0: just throwing that up <laughs> in a closet. That's man. the
3: truth. You have to cure it. Oh, I often man.
0: wonder if that's not the difference over these last couple decades Mm -hmm. if that hasn't been the main difference between indoor and outdoors these guys growing outdoor probably growing a big amount of it Mm -hmm. not curing it real well yeah and it's just getting they're out of some
3: side of a hill and yeah or something and they're
0: throwing it up hanging it up somewhere in a barn or something i mean i don't know it just turns the
3: shit smells like hay. exactly i've watched it happen on a massive scale in the first year of olcc operations and just watch you know growing two acres of weed turn into boof instead of them and it looked great on the plant all from a
0: cure yeah just all about
3: the cure man that is yeah, if if you're taking flour to retail, your cure has gotta be on point.
0: Well, yeah. and and these indoor guys generally have they typically do. an indoor yeah. drying indoor, right. So it's just as controlled. They're running 60 60, 60 mm. degrees, 60 humidity and getting a really nice cure. It's poor yeah, outdoor guys. guys. Yeah. And those outdoors, I do feel for them, but I've seen like Shadowbox. Mm. they have an indoor drying warehouse nice. and that friggin' thing is huge. I, I mean, got to be. yeah. I've seen uh Twenty twenty-five foot ceilings, and then just rows, all all climate controlled, mm-hmm. all ventilated, circulated, all of it. So, awesome. but you have to do it that way yeah. if you're going to grow
3: that that type of scale, fifty
0: thousand yeah. plants or mm-hmm. whatever.
3: Growing to scale is, is a task in itself. So many people, you know, they've been growing weed in closets and houses or whatever, even a small little, you know, grow operation. And then to convert that knowledge to a commercial scale is, is most people weren't able to do it. You know, and it's just so different. I, I kind of got caught up in that. I was like, oh, yeah, we've been growing weed in houses for years. You know, we know how to do it. I know. That is, yeah. I mean, when you have... 2,000 plants and you need to keep all of them healthy like that's it's crazy you know it's there's so many people that can't, it's cool to you know have watched everybody come from across the country just like when I was in Denver you know there, it was at the time right when legalization was happening so everybody was moving there and we all had the same like hey weed's legal yes let's get involved and it was really cool to watch and I made a lot of good connections Josh my extractor I met him out there actually he's from Colorado and he went on to Seattle to do his thing and was doing a lab out there That things I guess didn't work out so we were like hey come on down here man and uh it's crazy you know just the the, the people and connections that you meet over the last five yeah. years and watching you know a lot of people are out and a lot of people are you know continuing to grow or get themselves into you know real situations and it's cool man it's uh this industry is fucking insane <laughs> but uh it, it's why you know And i'm interested to see what happens next five years you know with the big business starting to, it's really starting to creep in now and we all know it's been coming and so nobody's shocked but it's just
0: the nice thing it's is I haven't seen a lot of big business like extract companies and stuff. Yeah. It seems like they're all geared towards the farming. But mm-hmm. but don't get me wrong, you guys got some heat. Yeah, uh, so. What is it that you guys look for when a farm brings you material?
3: Just uh, oil production and just quality, overall quality. You know, you can you know the the best way to tell, but if it's good or not is, is your nose and eyes. You know, if it if it smells good. Looks good, feels good. You're like you just press it, some right there, makes some mm, noise. Yeah, yeah, no, but it, it it can be hit or miss. You know, we learned a lot this past year oh, okay. on uh, what didn't work for us, what did. You know, stuff that might have a little seed in it that kills the the yield. Uh, you know, moisture. Uh, if if you don't get it, you know, sealed properly, uh, moisture can really mess it up hmm. as well. But you know, we we just look for that funk. You know, if it if we can smell it before we walk up to it, it's a winner. You know, right. like if we have to stick your hands all over it and sniff it, then you're like, oh. Yeah, 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 you know, like, that's that's not that's not what we want. It's not going to do what we want. But it's it's really, you know, it's pretty, As the nose, like, was it, Bo's nose? Like, nose, nose, you know, he's right, it's your you nose, nose, that's Bo, that's what tells you.
0: Bo is legit. Uh, yeah, he's killing it. He's, for the Rosin side of things, you got, I mean, he's yeah. a one-man show, too, though.
3: Yeah, he is, isn't he? Yeah.
0: But. Uh, you
3: got to be in this, and well, it's weird, because it's like the, you know. You can't be spending a bunch of money on your operation. you got to keep mm. it lean and mean.
0: Yeah, you do. But,
3: you know, it's like we're up against all these big corporations yeah, and shit. Yeah, so yeah,
0: like- Well, and, and the, the freaking tech now that extraction companies have at their disposal is insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not only is it, I'm sure it's expensive for, for equipment and yeah, stuff, yeah. but some of the stuff, I mean, you guys are just taking this stuff all to the next level. Yeah. all the time like it's not fun. just one not just now but tomorrow yeah. the next every it's like, week it's something new or something yeah. you
3: know or something new. it's 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 crazy to and you just have to stay on top of it you just have to like keep, and you can't get stuck in your one like right well, i like doing this this way and so i'm gonna do this and like you're gonna be lost in the past you know you gotta keep up with it and you, you're really trying to figure out what's coming next and being on top of that that's the name of the game and i
0: i'm all out of ideas right, you, currently right <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the yeah. welcome to my problem so i feel like it's all been
3: done at at this point you know i don't know how many different types well of that's the thing pieces, is as so. soon
0: as it seems like it's all been done though mm-hmm. someone somebody comes someone in some the group point. says bam yeah, yeah obviously people bring you material <laughs> okay so do you ever search for certain strains that you're going to want to have
3: we were you know honestly like that's ideally what we do want to do like go around and if we we just don't have the time i mean it's like we want to go around and just go sniff, me, sniff your stuff <laughs> you know like that's sure, we sure. Do, that's what we would yeah. ideally would like to do right. but at, at this point like we we have uh, entrusted in some of the farms we work with and we know that what they produce. And then we like figure out what strains they got and we know whether or not they're going to, you know, be all right. And we kind of just trusted them to do their thing. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and it worked out really well, you know, uh, yeah, like I said, the, the grower is, you know, huge aspect of, you know, we can't, you know, well, you can turd polish, I guess these days, you know, uh, with you know different types of tech and stuff but you can't it's still when you taste it and stuff you know the flavor ain't gonna be there and it's just yeah it's it's tough we, ideally we would like to go around and just you know if we, if I could pay somebody with the great nose it'd be like all right and, you know, Wednesday and Thursday you go to these four farms and pick out some stuff and yeah and then everything comes at harvest at the same time so there's not that you know spread out through the year we have to get everything at once and then sit on it and then try and keep it fresh and it's tough keeping we, weed fresh you know oh, yeah. uh, it's like putting this you know it's good you know for a few months you put this like you put a steak in the freezer you know it's like a steak's fine in the freezer for a couple months but if you go pull it out after six months you know it's still good but it's not
0: it's got that stored it's got that little stored in the freezer taste
3: (laughs) and like i've noticed some stuff you know if we keep it for too long even if you know you store it well it's still like it's just not what it could have been you know what i mean it's still really good but it's not quite now i'm so damn like picky now like if it's not like one of our best ones i'm like oh it's all right you know like it's got to be the best for me to be wild and i need to get over that because like it all needs to move you know <laughs> but
0: <laughs> well you're, you're a lot like my wife she is so damn almost snobby about it because yeah. she's been doing it so long mm-hmm. and she's around it so much and and we're always talking to fun- she just yeah. All of a sudden, you know, it's just...
3: It is. I, like, I know, and I don't like to be snobby, but <laughs> it's just like, either. my mom am just like, yeah, you know, there's so much out there, and it's like, I've smoked so much shit over the years, it's like, I don't want to smoke some bullshit when I could be smoking something good, and I just, I don't know, It, yeah, I don't want to smoke, i pass up on people's shit, too, I'm like, and people look at me like I'm such a dick, I'll be like, oh, I'm gonna, like, here, you, you wanna try this, and it'll be, you know, nameless extract company I won't mention, and I'll be like, oh, ah, <laughs> uh you know I just did like six dabs I'm good right now thanks you know and then or I'll be nice and do it and it tastes like shit and I'm just like and people are like no this one's pretty good so I'm, it makes me question people's flavor Palette a lot and I'm like you know and then I get all paranoid. I'm like oh people just say it's good they don't know you uh, know like yeah. it's important you know like I've developed a real palette over the last couple of years and now I can like taste like if it's like you know not super fresh and it was like not frozen right all that kind of stuff I can taste it immediately now and it's like a gift and a curse you know it's, I guess it's good for me being in my business and making sure of the quality control but now I'm just so goddamn picky yeah, and I'm just like <sighs> Yeah, this tastes a little chlorophyll to me. You're you right. know, I'm just like, oh, shut up. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: and with that, you know, have you ever heard that book called Higher Etiquette?
3: Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Okay,
0: it just came out. Emily Post, um, her daughter or whatever, great granddaughter, wrote it. But so cool. it says right in the book, it says that uh, you it's polite to turn down. Yeah, just so you know. Okay, good. So you that can turn sense. down yeah, and not yeah. feel bad because according it. to higher etiquette, they just look
3: at you. You know, people get offended. Like, you know, oh, people do get offended because it's like I paid for this. You know, I'm sharing it with you, and you're like. No, thanks. Well, and and, then,
0: and I think that's the thing is w- coming from the black market, like, yeah. you know, uh, back in the black market days, we are kind of a tighter group. Yeah. You know, I mean, everybody kind of watched your back mm-hmm. for the most part, you know, you, you watch your buddy's back and if your buddy had some, he shared it because that's just what you did. And mm-hmm. if you had it, you shared it and everybody took whatever they could because right. there wasn't That's what it was. Yeah. It. But now that there's a selection, you can go to the store down the street, get anything you want, mm-hmm. much more acceptable to be able to turn it down. That's and say, very dude. True. I, That's you know, I, am yeah.
3: I. it's not my brand. It's not yeah. my brand. Yeah. Even. yeah. I there just, you go. That's true. Not That's my brand. And it's like yeah.
0: a Bud or Coors light. Yeah, yeah. I, don't I don't like bud. I don't drink. Pepsi. Give me Coors. Yeah, you don't exactly. like yeah. Pepsi. Yeah. So I don't I don't feel too bad but yeah. there are a lot of times I'm turning it down because it is crap. <laughs> That's true.
3: Yeah. It is. And it's amazing uh you know especially in this market, you know, uh I always joke with people that you know trying to sell weed in Southern Oregon is like trying to sell cocaine in Columbia. You know, it's like yeah. It's, yeah. Everybody's already got it yeah. and they're already in the mix, you know, yep. and they got it for a better price than you're going to try and sell it to them for and it's if, it's crazy. Yeah,
0: you know? and if you're going to if you're going to be try to be black market in this state, you're either shipping out or uh
3: yeah, you can't no, like or, and sell to people locally. You can't. Or
0: I, I've seen people still getting like the Mexican really shitty brick weed. And I don't know if it's like a, like a homeless person. Like yeah. <laughs> I only got two bucks every week type thing. So they, I don't know. But I've seen that around. And I also see people, you either have to have really good weed really cheap. Mm-hmm. or you just have to have really shitty weed for people that are still sh- smoking yeah. that shitty, yeah. shitty weed
3: and that's where we're at right now it's like even if you got the best stuff you still got to sell it for uh, dirt, you know, cheap. dirt cheap yeah. I mean yeah we dropped the price 50% in the mm-hmm. last year and mm-hmm. that has been I mean they went our Brutal. profit you know and uh, we are making it by like everybody else and uh, it was crazy Yeah, I mean we were planning on going out the door you know for everything to be 40 to 50 a gram and that would have been better than a lot of the people we felt we were competing with but then you have these other uh, competitors that we never heard of it before. And then all of a sudden they're hitting the market with $10 grams wholesale. So it's 20 bucks out the door for live resin or whatever. And it's just like, well, even if it's you know not that good, how do you compete with that when you're selling it for more than double? What you know, and you just can't. I mean, so you know, drop the price, and then it's been crazy to watch. It's been well, it's been crazy to like you go to these shops and stuff, and they I mean, they lowball you, you know, and yeah. they're like always trying to get you to. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so expensive. Oh, oh man, it's so expensive. I'm like, yo, but it's the fucking best, you know. And if you don't want the best, but it's tough. And then it's tough, you know. You got 20 other people doing it, and they haven't heard of your product because you can't afford to buy, you know, marketing material and like constantly be putting the shit in people's faces. And then they go and choose somebody they heard of, you know. And it's tough. I mean, I go to shops and see, you know, 20 different, you know, live resins on a shelf, you know, it that's tough, you know, and you should have like four, maybe or five. I don't know. You know, it's tough because there's just so many out there and it's crazy. You know, Oregon is definitely a buyer's market. People out there in Oregon, just be how grateful you are to have the amazing selection for such a price that you have because every other state's paying like 60 bucks a grand for this stuff. Oh, yeah. Like, it's crazy. Well, that's even all. up north. I know. tell my friends on Facebook, I'm like, yeah, we're only selling this for $35. <laughs> and people here are like, God damn, that's expensive. Know, and right? there people are people like, I'm paying 90, you know, like, I know. Right? it's terrible. <laughs> it's crazy.
0: And then you yeah, get caught really- in some states with that same gram and you're going to jail for two years. Big time, yeah, Which yeah. blows my mind yeah. still.
3: Oh, Texas is one. They had a story a couple of years ago. This guy had brownies in Texas. That's how they do you in Texas when a product's been manufactured or whatever or altered from its drug state. That's considered manufacturer's automatic <sighs> felony. And so the dude had like facing 5 to 99 years for some pop brownies. Same thing happened to me with, with lean. I had one ounce of cough syrup mixed into a 20 ounce bottle of Sunkist. And then I got busted selling weed or whatever. And... uh. I had that with me And so instead of charging me For the one ounce They charged me for the whole 20 ounce bottle Because I diluted it Into the soda So now I have 20 ounces Of a controlled substance Which is a fucking First degree felony in Texas Which is the same as murder So I could have killed somebody some For one ounce of cough syrup yeah. That's how they get minorities And shit You know That's yeah, the game Yeah exactly Yeah my, my lawyer told me When I was going through that She was like Just thank God That you're not black And I was like God that is fucked up You mm-hmm. know and, uh, yeah. and that's how it is though You know yeah. I was like, Luckily I was a white boy So my privilege Got me five years of probation Instead of fucking 20 years or 10 or 5 or something or 2. Shit, I can't even imagine, man.
2: No, I Uh, can't even believe it.
3: Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, I had some friends go to jail for six years for just for like two pounds of weed or something like that, you know, just a couple pounds. And it
0: blows me away that we got these states that are, we're operating just fine. Mm -hmm. State hasn't went down. In fact, we got more tax money than we know what to do with. And uh, and we're operating just fine. So I don't even know what the justification could possibly be to yeah. put someone in jail for that long a time Seriously. or such a serious crime for just nothing, having a plant, just yeah, nothing for nothing, plant, you really doing you, nothing, just nothing. You didn't
3: hurt anybody. and There's not nothing di- hurt. You're not, you know, like oh my god, I don't get it, man. It's it's and you but know, poor, I, poor states, we feel yeah, bad for you. I feel so lucky. You know, uh, people get busted out here and stuff, and it's like you only get like when they when you, when you get busted with like growing a bunch of plants, and they just cut the shit down and there's like it's, hey don't do that anymore you know i'll give you a ticket or something or you right. know maybe a minimal you know misdemeanor type thing or something you're not you're not doing time <laughs> anyway but it's crazy it's crazy see this is this valley is one of the most unique places i've ever been in my life and it's, it's really cool to be here at this time when you know this industry is is booming this is you know the wild west and you know we're it's, we're the gold diggers or whatever gold mm-hmm. diggers <laughs> <laughs> we were we were <laughs> yeah to so, I me mean, i was telling the other people you know like uh trying to uh It's like everybody came out here on the gold rush shit and we're all like, let's work together and pick some rocks and find some gold. And like, everybody's just like doing their thing. It's a wild, it's a wild, wild race, you know, and everybody's just trying to get rich quick and and it's not happening. And it's interesting to see, you know, I'm, you know, I was hoping to make a lot of money. I'd love to go to like Hawaii or something. You know, I love to go on a vacation and do something, do something besides work. Besides pay your bills. Besides pay my bills (laughs) and live in my house. And like, yeah, that's, you know, it'd be nice. But, uh, you know, I didn't do it to get rich. I did it because, man, marijuana has helped me through so Good. much my whole life. You know, nice. it's been the one thing that's always been there for me. I never drank, really. was not my thing. And, like, whenever I was going through some shit, weed always helped me. My, I got sciatica now. Like, I got back pain. I don't want to do pills and stuff. And the dabs and the weed helps me get through each day and not be a grumpy old man yet you know i'm trying to <laughs> trying to stay keep it going for as long as i can but that's cool you start hurting your back hurts your neck hurts you're like ah, fuck everybody you know
0: well right now i'm looking i do know actually yeah, yeah. i'm 44 oh, and yeah. <sighs> so i'm staring at yeah. uh some funk oh yeah i brought you this, is this
3: exclusive this is the dosi Zoes uh that i brought you uh, from poseidon's element grew there on okay. the Applegate. so and it's yes yeah, dosi dough across the skittles good I really like that one. It's it's a tasty treat. We'll be dropping that one in probably like a month. That's so what we'll a little. There's R&D a packaging app.
0: if you want to see the packaging there. Yeah, we do a little Phone record extracts. player.
3: Uh, have we talked about that? yet? we do. No, I was going to mention
0: pressure. that. I like yeah. it. That's Some cool things, idea. Man. Yeah, yeah. yeah I grew up in a
3: record it. store, so that's kind of where it came from. And I did you know hip hop music. Like I said, it's always been my thing, along with weed. And uh, so we. Ended up I just had a jar one day and was like, Man, it'd be cool if there's like a little record or something. And then I ended up talking to my buddy and we're like, Let's do like a record player. That'd be cool, you know. And uh then I got with the packaging company, kind of sketched out some shit and I was like, This is what I want. And two weeks later they sent me the box and I was like, Holy shit, this is exactly what I want to yeah. do. And the price wasn't too expensive either. We were able to get I was it for ask a pretty you good that, yeah. uh, you know, a lot of I've talked to a lot of people about packaging and we've gotten the price, you know, really low to where it's pretty competitive. I like and, when uh, you open it up. Thanks, yeah, it opens it's up, yeah. We got the, you got the little uh Uh, needle right there and then we got the top six cannabinoids top four terpenes we got a funko meter tell you how funky it is and i do that and i'm really we probably should get somebody else to do it because like i told you earlier i'm so uh, damn picky and i'm everything i'm like yeah it's all right it's all right and so you know people will be like oh this was fire and then i look at the funko meter on and i was like it wasn't that you know people really like so i need to uh, get my employees to like i need to get a a concerted effort uh you know everybody to give their opinion and we base it off of that instead because i've Put a couple out there. I'm like, man, if I put the Funko meet a little higher, I think people you know would have been. And now we got the QR codes on there too, so now you yeah. can jam out while you're smoking. You can scan it and you get a Spotify song or a, a YouTube music video on the inside of the sticker, so you can jam out. And you know, we try to have some good stoner music for everybody. It's just
0: so legit. Like you're 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 packaging not just. A, a product, but it's like a full experience, right?
3: Exactly. That's exactly yeah. what we're trying. So, to I mean, do.
0: you're not just getting some dabs. You're gonna, you're going to yeah. sit down. You're going to get your your either your Puffco or your mm-hmm. rig out, and you know probably play those tunes that you got yeah. on there in the code. You know, just it's a full experience.
3: It is, and that's that's. You know. And then
0: read the box. Like you know, it it, it kind of this is going to sound funny, but it mm-hmm. reminds me of the days when like I was a kid and I'd be sitting there eating the cereal, and I'm like, yeah, you know, sit back, and I'm like reading the cereal box and shit. Mm -hmm. It's kind of the same with the dabs. Like I'll be sitting there doing the dab and I'll be like, all right, let's see here. Six (laughs) percent. So
3: it's really cool. It is. Uh, And I appreciate
0: the meter because it actually directs
3: some of my choices. Yeah, it is. Yeah. If you see it low on there, you know, Ram didn't think it was too
0: good. Well, or, or, uh, (laughs) or I'll look for, you know, I will look for the funk sometimes. Yeah. Like I'll and I'll mention it to Sarah. She'll be like, "What do you want me to bring home?" I'm like, "Well, what's it on the meter?"
3: Yeah. So,
2: <laughs>
3: <The laughs> so. funkometer. Yeah. Sometimes though, uh, like I said, I'm pretty. Uh, I'm real conservative perfect. on that. Yeah, I'm <laughs> real conservative on it. You know, it, it takes a lot for it to get up there. And it then, works if it has you know super high terps or something. And you, just, you know, if I want to be when I get a jar, I want to open that box up, and then when I open the jar. I want it to hit my face. And if I can if it's not if I can't smell it when I open the jar, I'm like, yeah, it's all right. You know, but it's not, you know, it's still really good or whatever, but I'm so damn picky. Uh <laughs> and let's see if this one. Let's see if I open it. It was it was strong. I can smell it from right here. Yeah. Okay. That's that's cool. That's yeah, yeah, cool. yeah. It was <laughs> <laughs> we had some stuff last year, forbidden peach rings. That was like the craziest smelling stuff I ever saw. This is what do you call this now? That's is the, the turp sugar. Yeah. Turp sugar. Turp sugar. Okay. That's like a twenty five dollar gram of live resin right there. Yeah, but this is the real – Yeah, is it's a real stuff. deal. Yeah, yeah, I'm selling it. I feel like that's the best deal in town. You know, <laughs> And
0: and you said live resin is such a small return.
3: It is. It can be. So, you know, it's uh, the wet weight. You run it as a wet plant. So it's uh, typically when you have the wet plant compared to when it's dried, you lose uh, – you only have about 20% left. So it's like one-fifth of it. So that's typically – you know, if you get like a 15% yield when you run dry material, you're going to get a 3% on the live resin. God. And that's like a – average number you know it, getting more than that it's amazing but a lot of our stuff I don't know if it's super it seems like all the super exotic ones are always the ones that yield shit yeah. and they're always real small batch yeah. and I hate that shit man it's uh cause they're always my favorite ones and I wanna smoke a bunch of it and it's like we only have 230 grams of this I can't I just smoke a half a gram shit yeah, you know, and uh, yeah. Oh, it's always the really good ones.
0: Uh, so now, when you guys do your product and, and freeze it, is it just like a standard freezing? I don't know how that works. No, it's, uh, a we f- do a flash uh, frozen. Flat,
3: flash frozen is, is what we do. Uh, doing the nitrogen seal is, okay. is how everything's gonna be done. We didn't do everything like that last year, but we do a, a nitro freezing, not like uh, like some people do. Where's we have like is a, it like a uh, freeze dry? It's like thing. a uh, the, uh, the vacuum sealer, and then it shoots nitrogen in there and replaces oh, the air. right, right, and right. And we do it that way, and then flash freeze it. Okay. And uh, you can, like, pour liquid nitrogen on it and, like, you know, dip it in liquid nitrogen, and that's, like, the quickest way it's really expensive. And with the price, the way the things have gone, it's just not cost effective to do that, unfortunately, but we feel the way we're doing it with these, uh, the vacuum seal should be uh, just as efficient and just getting through it. Like I said, when it's sitting in the freezer for six, seven months and nothing's going to be, you know, it's a fresh plant. It's just, even if you nitro freeze it, it's still, you know, older material and stuff like that. So doing it as fresh as possible. And then we're going to be focusing all our live resin production over the next few months, get it all knocked out and then spend the next months, you know, working on other stuff and you know pulling here and there but get all that live resin made while it's nice and fresh and yeah and then disperse it over the course of the year and sure drop it all out because yeah we sounds we, good we really want to have the best flavor we can it's extremely important to me <laughs> well you're definitely
0: bringing it now looking at that stuff man you know it's making me kind of want some yeah you want to take a time quick a break dab. yeah want to do a dab take a, break? Do a dab we're breaking to see right. how
3: coherent we are when we come back that's right we'll be right back
0: <laughs> All right. So it sounds like you're pretty well known down here in Southern Oregon. What's it like up in Portland? What's your representation up there?
3: Man, honestly, it's been kind of tough getting up in Portland. You know, uh, it's been, you know, we have some great shops like Americana, Portland Extracts, and uh, Archive who have, you know, recognized, you know, how funky we are and and gotten us. But, you know, it's been tough up there, man. Uh, There's so much representation of other brands and stuff that are out there and uh, trying to get in those doors because then they just have so much on the shelf already. So we're coming down here from Southern Oregon you know and people up north already kind of you know not that they look down on this area but it is you know it's like it's not we're not local to them you know what i mean so it's uh we're coming in and uh it's, it's been tough but you know the people the quality of the product people have been speaking on it and i've been really spending a lot more time in portland trying to you know network and meet a lot of people up there and it's been helping tremendously we got into like seven new shops of electric lettuces just picked us all up which we think is a good uh excuse me a good match because they uh they have like a cool like hippie vibe to their stores you so. said
0: it's electric lettuce electric lettuce yeah i haven't heard of oh it.
3: yeah they're cool a little spot man nice. i think they got bought out but man it's a cool spot you know they have uh like a real hippie vibe and uh, they have six different locations in like Portland and Eugene and uh, they just picked us up so I'm stoked on that. Portland Pot Shop which is like in North Portland. I'm just learning all the uh, Portland area. It's really cool. They just picked us up too. I just went and met with them and just being out there and really, you know, like you can't just send emails and you know, like, you you know, you got to go there, meet them, give them some product, check it out. If you know about dabs and you know that this is funky you know and uh it's just and just doing that foot traffic and i've, I've realized you know i really need to do that so i've been spending a lot more time I'm going to portland in the morning for like three days tomorrow and so i'm going to be doing some more and meeting with some more people and man it's, it's it's a hustle it's a real hustle and then being a four and a half hours away from portland i've already put fifty two thousand miles on my car in a year <laughs> oh man. god like, yeah it's it's brutal i was like man, am about the warranty is about to be gone and uh But, man, you got to get it, you know. Uh, uh, Portland's definitely where it's at on on the distribution point. There's just, you know, the population's there. And uh, there's just so much, uh, so many dispensaries, you know. If we get into 100 dispensaries in the Portland area or 50, I mean, shit. There's quite a bit, I'm sure. There's like 200 in like the Portland, you know, Metroplex area. There's like 500, 600 dispensaries now. There's like 40 in the Rogue Valley, which is insane. Yeah. You know, when we started uh, Rogue Valley Cannabis, when I moved out here, there was probably, like, there's Town Health Club and, like, maybe, you know, two or three other spots, you know? Town Health Club, to me, was... uh the premier spot when I first moved out here, that was like when I moved out here, people told me, Oh, if you want the fire, you go to Talent Health Club.
2: And uh, so that's why I'm here <laughs> Did you hear toward. that, guys? <laughs> yeah, it's true.
3: And uh, man, they definitely keep it. You know, everything they sell there is pretty good. Yeah. Uh, Dab Town, too, when we started Dab Town, that was the goal was to, you know, it's a real small shop. So we're like, Well, we're just going to only carry the very best stuff. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, Jeff's done a good job of keeping that going. And it's tough, though, in uh, watching, you know, just not, not even from Dab Town, but just watching all the different dispensaries uh, and all the different cities and stuff in every region and you know is it a poor neighborhood or is it a more affluent area yeah you know that all really determines on what's going to sell where you know and then you know a high-end product sell really well because there's a lot of uh expendable income out there and you know down here in southern Oregon like I was saying it's like selling cocaine in Columbia man like <laughs> it's just uh you know everybody's already in the mix you know everybody that smokes weed down here works in the weed industry so I mean they already got it you know or it's uh interesting but you know we, the reception we've gotten down here is a, this is our home base and it's really cool and everybody really you know funking with us and uh i'm just gonna get the whole state on it and uh you know year one is under wraps and uh year two am Funked the whole state up, man, and uh, the coast, coast too. We're getting on the coast a little bit. Eastern Oregon, we're getting out there in Eastern Oregon. We just got. A Are couple those places of... tough to get to? Oh man, so tough. I'm going to Pendleton on <coughs> Thursday, which is seven and a half hour drive from here. And I'm going to spend night in Portland, and then go drive out there, which is like three hours from Portland. And it's so far away, you know, and uh, there's no like easy way to get there. I mean, like the Eastern Oregon is like yeah. ten hours to, or eight hours to get to like Ontario or hot boxes and stuff. They came and picked up from us, thank God. Uh-huh. And uh, but there's you know. There's so much out there And they're on the Idaho border And they're killing it Those shops out there Crushing it, man Like, they got all these people Coming from Idaho And, you know, hopefully you know, not, not bringing it back But, uh, you know yeah. uh, Man, it's wild you know being in the rogue valley it's so cool you are completely surrounded by mountains and uh you're in just this little valley and so you really are in a valley you know and you watch all four seasons and the you know it gets hot and then cold and freezing the snow melts and it turns into spring you know like to watch the whole all four seasons and everything happen, I, you know, I never saw that down home and uh it's really cool you know i really enjoy all four seasons and yeah and then being the best place to grow pot it's just man regional yeah, or yeah. you know weather wise yeah. i really think yeah and i really think you know like no knocking my cali homies but like I really think this is the best place to do it. Even more so because they don't have any huge ass valleys with this climate to be able to, you know, operate and make you know huge large scale farms. It's all so mountainous over there down there in NorCal. You know, there's not you know. Medford area is the perfect epicenter of you know outdoor cannabis. You know there's there's no better place in this valley, Applegate, this little region. I think it's the best, man. It, it really is. And you know there's a, people be hating on Oregon weed <laughs> and shit, man. You know there's a lot of bullshit out there, but the best you know, the best growers are here, and uh, some of the very best weed is here. You just have to find it. We're not giving. We're not sending it to you.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Uh,
0: well. <laughs> Do you think that cultivation might be in Funk's
2: future? I yeah, mean, we're, I mean, we we almost
3: think? had a farm. Uh, my business partner is real good farmer, and uh, he's you know itching to get himself back out there. Uh, we're looking, you know, we've teamed up with some really good farms, but you know, having our own thing and controlling you know everything that we want to grow would be super cool. Uh, you know, it's it's getting interesting. Uh, like we were talking during the break, uh, you know the. The amount of people growing weed now yeah. has has dropped dramatically and so the amount of flour that's out there people are getting real nervous about how much weed is going to be on the market and there are a lot of wholesalers out there trying to buy up a lot of this flour and stuff like that and uh so i'm interested to see what happens on the live resin tip this year and a lot of people are doing their own solvent list because it's real hot with the rosin right now so i'm interested to see you know how much is available to the live resin market this year uh, i've secured quite a few really good things so i'm not too worried but at the same time, there's a lot that uh, a lot of farmers that I know are going to be uh, swipping into flour because they're going to be making more money off of it because uh, the price of the live resin hasn't gone back up yet, but the price of flour is. And so hopefully the price of live resin will go back up to, you know, stay competitive with that. It's very interesting to watch the supply and demand go back and forth. You know, it's you know, it's a bit of a headache, but uh, it's, uh, <laughs> you know, man, you know, after working in this industry, I feel like you just think about a dude who just like owns a bike shop or something, you know, like you just want not you know you gotta fix bikes and order bicycles you know like that's it you know the the amount of regulation that we have to you know the hoops we gotta jump through it's i've never seen anything like it you know it's uh blows my mind so i feel like anybody that's been in this industry would be you know you can deal with about anything after, after this you know <laughs> so at all the stress that we all go through you know and, and shout out to all my people who are out here trying to do it right and you know do a you know a legit business man it's uh we're all out here trying to get it we're all competing with each other and uh i just want everybody to win you know it once they they open up that border we we don't have to fight with each other anymore we can just you know ship it on and uh there's no but be- like i said there's no better place than southern oregon to be doing this man and uh this state is just the it's the coolest man
0: you gonna tackle i mean is that something you would tackle if the you know be able to see i'd out like of state?
3: to uh we definitely need uh, talk
0: about uh having to set up some
3: yeah talk about just yeah we metrics. have to have a big setup yeah. we would definitely need to get some big money behind us well, to yeah. uh actually you know provide an out-of-state thing you know i think oregon has the chance if they don't if the OCC C doesn't, you know, let this go on forever and push all the small people out you know i think this does have a chance to be the craft state you know if we can survive you know all the little farms and to be you know craft cannabis farms think that would be really cool It's the same as the ipa you know the beer and shit absolutely Uh, it's the same thing and uh if i have a friend of mine who has a brewery down in austin texas but he only delivers to people in austin he doesn't even sell his beer outside of the austin area but for whatever you know i mean logistically and you know just whatever they don't produce enough of it uh to sell it that you know you have to i mean if we sold nationwide, I mean, holy shit, we would have to have like 20 acres of live <clears throat> resin, you know, to keep. I mean, it would. The the upscale of, of going to be like a nationwide company where you are actually providing multiple states. I mean, I mean, shit, man, you'd have to be making like 10, 20, 30,000 grams of one kind, I feel well, like. Well, that's the thing. It seems yeah. like
0: you're. Uh Stuff you'd ship out would probably be a little less variety than yeah. what you got for here. But. Yeah,
3: it'd be uh it, it'd be real interesting, you know, and, and keeping that quality at that level. Yeah. You know, that's very interesting. You know, people have come out with all these machines that they're, oh, you know, we can run this much and, you know, uh, do this and it's still craft and it's still super fire. And it's like, uh,
0: Do you think that I if they know. did open the borders, do you think that would be something that would just literally open up to, it seems like it almost... Be another thing that would fall state by state.
3: Yeah, I don't think it's as. Because uh, I believe
0: in Oregon. Mm you now can legally
3: they've they've made the rule states? that yeah the the feds have to say that they won't come after people doing it and then they have to like say it in yeah. writing or whatever and then the other states have to accept it and say yes we want your weed right and that i don't really know because yeah. when you think about it it's like if they had some other state they're like yo oregon we're gonna sell a bunch of washington we right? Like, yo motherfuckers we went through all this shit to get our license we paid millions of, oh, some, we see. didn't pay millions but yeah. you know people paid millions of dollars for their yeah. licenses to, and their facilities and set up you know all these people in nevada which is where we all want to sell you know and all these people paid all that money to do licenses there you know how are they going to feel when all the oregon people come you know selling their shit right you know uh I don't know, but at the same time, supply and demand, if we coming in with them $25 grams of live resin and they're selling them for $80, you know, who's are they going to buy? They're going to be buying ours. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's, you know, I can see where the, the companies in those states would really try and fight allowing, uh, you know, importing of uh, cannabis products from other states. But, I don't know. It's going to screw with their economy, it, It'll screw too. with their economy. Because, because, you know,
0: we made a lot.
3: Yeah, and it's all like per state, you know what I mean? It's all set up by the state. So, and everybody's got their own rules. Right. And then the different taxes is and whatever whatever and uh, I mean it's it, it's you know it needs to happen it yeah. absolutely needs to happen but the logistics of it, uh, it's just such a complicated mess. And uh, I just hope that all us uh, independent people can last it out and the big corporate bastards don't dick us all in the butt.
0: Well, you made a good point. I think that hopefully it'll be just like uh, beer or yeah. liquor.
3: You know, you're going to have your... Oregon has a chance craft. to be the craft state. Yeah, and We're yeah. in the right region. You're right. You know, it's the right attitude. Right. People have the right attitude here, but do you know are the big business going to come and grease these lawmakers pockets to the point where they don't give a fuck about that aspect of it yeah. you know because we care about that but obviously we all know you know our you know people we send to congress don't only care about what well group. i mean
0: people pay premium for, yeah. for premium beer yeah i exactly. mean outrageous sometimes yeah you, know, you go to a bar even and you buy yeah. something good there $10 and it's
3: pint or something yeah yeah i still don't drink i've been trying to I, I, i've heard a lot of these ipas are pretty good with pairing with dabs and stuff uh
0: uh, it's an it's a thing, yeah. Yeah, it is. I, um, I'm. I haven't gotten that. Far. I know.
3: I just. I'm such a lame. I, I like at least have a sip of some beer, you know. And I'm like, oh, I'll try it with that. I did it one time, and it actually worked. My buddy was like, take a sip of this beer, then do a dab, and watch the flavor, uh, like really taking your mouth of the from the dab, and it really does. But I'd I imagine like, it would. Yeah,
0: yeah. One thing about humans is we like our smells and flavors. That's man. the
3: truth, man. Yeah, I know that's right. It's got to be funky, man. <laughs> it's yeah. got to be it's funky. Got to be funky. Yeah. But, man, uh, yeah, dude, it's, uh, it's a crazy ride, man. That's for sure.
0: So the future looks bright. We're glad yes. that you're
3: here. Well, thank you, man. I and it.
0: And real quick, let's cover, you, you know, you, you got THC. You're mm-hmm. at uh, DabTown, you said?
3: Yep, DabTown. Uh, where else are where I don't want to skip anybody. I mean, man. Uh, Green Valley Wellness has some of our stuff. Great. Uh, uh, yes, uh skunk rx forward cannabis out in grants pass they always have all our stuff all right. uh we got the uh, cloud nine got a little bit of our stuff rvc's got some of our stuff all good places all the locations Yep. Yeah. Yeah. uh shout out to my boy jimbo who else uh market street wellness might still have some of us uh there's one more i'm forgetting Did I say top shelf that's who i was the, forgetting. top the, shelf has got us that. too man they got a little bit of our stuff man talent health club dab town forward are places that you can always find all of our stuff as soon as it drops and that's if you're looking for our hot stuff like those three shops we'll always have it first and uh then if you're in like Roseburg fx 420 you got truth dispensary and herbal remedies in salem grasslands and eugene og and eugene uh next level uh the THC there, the today's herbal connection. Like, oh, t- oh, there's so many THC dispensaries. I know. Oh my god, I told it's, them that. Oh man, I'm, I'm like, like you guys are playing in a pool of the yeah. same. time. <laughs> oh my god, there's like I, I, today's herbal choice. That's in the uh, Portland. They carry us too. It's another THC Americana in Portland. Right. And then uh, Archive Portland Extracts. And there's a handful of other places. Good, excellent. Green Remedy, man. Shout out to everybody that funks with us. A lot of places on the coast, High Tide and Brookings, okay, they always good. have everything, too, man. Make good, good, shop. good. Shout well, out to it's, all the independent shops out there.
0: It's a great product, dude. I'm still trying to recover from that one. I know. I'm high as shit, yeah, man. Yeah, it hit me hard. Yeah. Why? Why am I not getting hit that hard all the time? Now I'm
3: telling you, <laughs> they got to come with the funk, man. Got to get, got to get funky, and, you know. So
0: I appreciate that. You know, it was good.
3: My pleasure. Thank you, man. It's and an it honor to be good, doing It Smells good. It, and
0: uh, I, I didn't expect less, though. You know, like I told you earlier, you are a staple on the on the dab tray.
3: Awesome, man. It's an honor to be honored to be there for
0: real, man. Yeah. Uh, so it's definitely approved. Um. And for everybody else out there, if you haven't tried them, give them a try because,
3: yeah, man, please do it man. it's uh, funky. We're out there, yeah, we have a price point for everybody, and uh you know definitely. Uh, we really only source material that we thinks good. We're not running any crap and funk, you know, uh, we're dabbers ourselves, you know, we're flower growers ourselves, and uh we we know what we what's gonna work, and we want to make the best product for the best price. Might be more expensive than uh, a couple other products out there, but I guarantee it's made from some of the best flour you've ever seen, and it's going to be funky.
0: Well, I'll tell you, I've never opened one of your jars and been like,
3: Oh, that's good. Yeah, I know.
0: Because there's some you're like, it sounds good, it looks good, yeah. and then you open the jar and you're like, what the? Yeah,
3: f-? I hate when it, it like kind of smells good too, and you're like, oh, it smells pretty good, and then you dab it, and it tastes all weird. And you're like, well, what's up with that? And I'm like, they do something for that to make it, you know, like it looks good or whatever. Yeah, and it smells alright. And you're like, that's what I do love about Oregon is people's uh, you know, passion for organic growing and, yeah. and making sure pesticides are not. It's so refreshing to live in a place where people do really care about what's happening in the environment. And you know what type of you know what happens from us doing you know what we're doing to the environment. And I, it's it's so cool to you know be around like-minded people like that instead of you know people who are just like let's dig in the ground and get some oil. Well, you know, and, and, uh,
0: and it not only is the movement big here, but it's uh, very protective of it. Yeah. So really? uh so where can people find you man? Where is in yeah. terms of you guys are funk extracts yeah, on IT? Funk IG? extracts
3: on Instagram, they shut down our Facebook page. They keep on somebody out there keeps uh trying hating. to shut down our Why are you Instagram page. On Randy? Yeah. Oh they out there, man. Uh they <laughs> <laughs> they don't want to see us shining. But, uh, you know, I understand it's a competitive market. It you, is. I would hate to see us doing our thing, too, if you're trying to make it, you know. Uh, but, you know, like I said, we're not here for the drama. We'd never be about, you know, any of that stuff. We're here to, you know, support and respect everybody that's out here trying to make a living for their families. And, uh, you know, it's cool. We have, we're have we on Funk Extracts. You got a uh, website? Yeah, funkextracts.com. Uh, I need to update it a little bit, but it's a cool little website. It tells you where all our locations we're located at, okay. so you can go on our website and see, you know, find a dispensary near you that'll have it. We keep that pretty up to date. I do need to. I'll probably go do that when I go home, <laughs> and uh, we'll have it updated by the time you listen to this. There it is go. updated. It will be. Yeah, and. Uh, Man, uh yeah, we're 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 trying to be everywhere uh that sells quality stuff and uh you know just reach out to us on Instagram, man. I will reach back to you. we're cool, you know, we're not here for the bullshit. We're just here to do the best we can and uh like I said, we're honored to be doing it. So we're just we just want to do the best best work we can. We got a lot of uh, funky collabs, uh, shout out to Rosin Farm. Uh oh yeah, the farms we're gonna yeah. be having some real good stuff coming with them. Shout out to Poseidon's element, okay. old gold is some of our favorite guys uh-huh, we've no worked with. Gold, yeah, man. Jimmy, he's the man. Uh we've worked with a lot of southern oregon people we actually worked with jim belushi and uh you know a lot of people were not thrilled with uh, his product this year we went to his greenhouse and uh you know cherry picked a couple different ones okay. and uh, they actually turned out really good. good and uh you know i want people to know that he is trying he didn't move here to grow weed you know i don't know you know he was he was here decided to grow weed and uh you know you get these growers coming and tell you Oh, I know how to do this and that, and you know it doesn't work out, and it is what it is. But we got lucky with a couple of those.
0: Ambition doesn't mean you're going to grow good
3: wheat. That's right. Yeah, exactly. You, you got to know what you're doing.
0: Well, and and sometimes even when you know what you're doing, you got to in the situation you're in whatever size all mm-hmm. that takes into account um you gotta you gotta have practice at it yeah it, it, whatever environment situation you're in yeah it takes a couple years
3: it does it does that i've had a blast with them over there everybody's been super cool uh it's a
0: fun place to be at His farm yeah was, uh, like uh,
3: very uh, cool man I, remember I was watching the the principal we did a dad with uh jim and uh he was like he called me like two days later and was like ram I got to tell you, that was really tasty. know he like, was doing thanks. dabs. Yeah, he did. I did a dab with oh, him. Oh, nice! It was fucking cool. You uh, know, he's really you were cool, just... man. I really like him. You know, yeah. like we we like got dabbed out and had like a kind of like a moment. We just kind of sat there and talked for like thirty minutes and kind of you know like I was like, man, you're really fucking cool, man. You yeah. know, uh we're, You know, like I said, we're all just out here trying uh-huh. to do it, man. Him included. You know, we're all just people. Like, man, this plant has you know done something special for us and has touched us, and we want to make our living doing what we love you know and and that's what is the same in all of us no matter how much we talk shit to each other or talk shit about each other you know everybody in this industry really feels this cannabis plant is an amazing thing that has helped them personally and countless others that we've seen personally you know i've seen firsthand this plant helps so many people in so many different ways and that's really you know Pass all the money and shit that's what it really is about you know and and trying to keep that you know trying to remember that all the time is tough but you know that's what's important man this plant helps us and we need to keep fighting to you know make this shit available across the world at a price that we can all afford and uh and just you know it's it's an amazing thing man it saved my life man and uh like i said man i couldn't be grateful enough to be doing this man i just need to Pay all my bills. Y'all keep buying that shit. (laughs) Like as much passion as I got, don't pay power. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Passion don't pay the bills. You know, well, it can't. It helps, but, you know, it's tough out there. It's tough for everybody. You know, this country is in a real crazy place right now. And we're all just, you know, trying to hold on and and make it and, you know, take care of our family, man. And that's because we all, if we can all remember that when we're out there in the world, man. Maybe with a little extra dab, too. You know, be out there and be a happy place, man.
0: Man, brother, thanks for coming on. Thanks for bringing the positive vibes. And, man, man. thanks for being the the first company to be our... Our debut on the extra. Well, thrilled,
3: man. It's on. it. Let me so, know next time, man. We got you.
0: I will, and and we'll follow up on you.
3: If you ever have a product that you know you don't feel meet your standards, if it leaked or something like that, there's no need to post about it on Instagram. <laughs> feel free to reach out yes. to me directly. I'll make sure that the shop that you got it from takes care of you. There you and, go. Uh, there's no need to like be blasting people on there. Like, right, people love doing see? that shit. You don't have to be hating. Yeah. You don't have to be like, oh, look at this shit. Oh, and you know, and then then when you make it right, and then they still keep it up. I'm like, it's oh, come done. on, yeah, yeah, it's like tough. Yeah, you know. I mean, hey, you know, uh, it's we're in a very big culture of uh. Blast putting people on blast, you know, screenshot and screenshotting stuff and just you know, putting everything on blast these days. Huh? I don't think it's necessarily the best way, you know, maybe reach out to people directly and try to resolve those issues. And you should first, yeah, yeah. but you know, all, all, not just live resin uh, products, but you know, yeah. in all things, you know. Yeah.
0: Oh, absolutely, yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> all right, brother, thank you. Hey, Oregon, love and uh,
3: much love, everybody.
0: All right, Ramsey, funk extracts.